Welcome to this week's episode of the Geek Offensive Podcast. On the show this week, Justin Kizan is back in studio, and we talk a bunch of shit. To be it's honest, it's almost like random. Yeah, yeah. But this was great. You're always you're, you're one of my favorite guests, so Aww. you're always fun to t- talk to. Thanks, dude. Um, you just wrapped up a uh, your Ben View on Spielberg mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. podcast. You have a bunch of stuff lined up. Yeah. Um, well, actually, why don't I just let you go ahead and plug it? Yeah. Um, so basically, yeah, the, uh, we finished up our last episode of Benview and Spielberg, which was the show we've had, the monthly show that we finished up after four years. Um, and so we're moving on to the next project, which is a Godzilla podcast. We'll, we talked a little bit about that yes. in the episode. Um, of course, I have still have my other monthly podcast, which is Nothing New, a remake podcast, and uh, our recent episodes on Halloween. Uh, we also... Our next episode is going to be on Suspiria, which I forgot to mention. Oh, okay. So that's our next we'll check episode. Check that one out, folks. So I think by the time this episode drops, the Suspiria episode should be. Okay, this will be out Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay, not yet then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I take that back. Yeah. Do you listen to Halloween? It'll, it'll be out soon. Um, I also have the other my other podcast called Morning Word about creative writing, which you go into in the episode here. And uh, also uh, that hashtag show, the weekly stream I do for them, which is Henshin Hangout. And I do so much. My list gets so tired. You're like the Ryan Seacrest of like nerd stuff. I don't sleep. <laughs> I'm like tired. Neither does he. He just no. has a, yeah. Uh, he a just su- has a team do maintenance on him and that's it. Uh, I'm a associate <laughs> producer on the Olympia with a Vengeance, Olympia 2. Yes. A feature fil- the feature film. Uh, and uh, Shining You Show, which I co-created uh, with my buddy Victor, the Tokusatsu-inspired comic book that's free on Tumblr. I uh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that it? No. <laughs> Let me check. <laughs> scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's also that. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's happened to me. Oh god. <laughs> and I feel like an asshole every time I do that. Well, we tried covered everything on the show. <laughs> so, uh, David uh, Boyd was kind enough to do sound for us this time. Uh, it's your first time running in, running sound. You did a great yeah. job, buddy. Thank yeah. you very much. I'm terrified. I hope I didn't screw. This up. <laughs> uh, so You'll we'll find see. out on yeah, Tuesday know, if right? there's a lost episode. When they're cussing me out over the group text. I'm yes, I'll accept that. Um, do you have anything to plug? Um, just Veterans Day's coming up. Big day for us veterans. Um, apparently, Trump wrote it off, wrote it off as a Veterans Month. So, you know, got to love that guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so support your local veterans. And uh, thank you for everything you've done, David. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. And the Geek Offensive is now on all social media with the handle at Geeks, uh, excuse me, Geek Offensive. Uh, this show's part of the Geek Say What Network. So big thank you to the network for pretty much providing everything we need to do the show. Um you can find the network on all social media with the handle at Geek Say What. And the sh- network also has a ton of new shows coming out. Um, uh, 78 by my last count. Um, <laughs> JPG is just working hard. Um, uh, first up, we have Ready Set Geek, hosted by Alex, Cole, JPG, and Anthony. They're your starting line to geek culture. We have Geek Keo, hosted by uh, Justin Madriaga and ish they're your twice a month trivia podcast and coming out soon hopefully before the end of the year uh dgif hosted by Gemma vidal and alex um it's called diverse geeks in focus they talk about again some very much more complex issues that uh, I, th- I think the geek community just needs to to hear and focus on um and then lastly rp geek allegories hosted by jpg 
I don't remember what the synopsis is, but it's JPG, so it's got to be good, right? right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna hear about it. Like if he if he actually listens to this, I'm gonna hear about him. Like Justin, what the fuck? <laughs> um, maybe you should show up and do your fucking fighting words picks. How about that? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, next shout out goes to our associate producers, uh, Wayland Productions. Um, they provide the space for us, uh, share the uh, equipment with us. They help us sound great. You can find them at Wayland.ws and please support their uh, latest audio drama, Where Live Frontier, now available on Alpha. Uh, lastly, big shout out to JordanDene.com. That's Jordan D E N E.com. They are an apparel uh, store out of Brooklyn, New York. They help you look nerdy. They're eco friendly. And if you shop with the promo code GeekSayWhat, you get 20% off your next purchase. So buy a shirt, you heathens. And I believe that's everything. Justin, thank you so much for being on. This was so much fun. Um, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to join the offensive. Cue my music. At least close a fucking umbrella before getting into an airplane. Is that so goddamn hard? Oh, that's right. He just fucking... I feel like that's how he approaches everything. Like he'll try half-heartedly and then just ditch it. It's like like a five-year-old who just doesn't understand. Like ah, whatever. <laughs> Mom will take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's probably how he was raised. <laughs> right? Someone will take care of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Don't worry. Mom will take care of it. Don't worry. Pence will take care of it. Oh God. <laughs> Ugh. Well, I need a drink after that. Yeah, Cheers. Shit. Oh, there we go. Cheers. Cheers to the glass. Boom. Thank you, Dave. Cheers, boys. Mm. Mm. Well, welcome back, bro. Thank you. Yeah, Good it's be been back. a while. Yeah. Yeah, you've been busy as fuck. Uh, and it's going to get busier for me this weekend. Really? Why yeah. is that? Um, I. <laughs> so this weekend is the... We're doing three days of LA shoots for uh, the film I'm associate producer on. You can't say what the film is. I can. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're associate producer. Why not? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, Lumpia 2. Yeah. Well, I should also say I'm going to be an extra. <laughs> That's right. You will. <laughs> you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not uh, that this your visit is biased or anything. <laughs> plugging anything. Yeah. It's you just... didn't even. No, I was already scheduled to show up, like <laughs> like a month ago. Yeah. And then like, oh hey, by the way, <laughs> it lined up perfectly. Yeah, weirdly enough. Yeah, like all your all your projects lined up perfectly with whatever date we <laughs> sent you. <laughs> It's like I was free tonight. It yeah. worked out, but we're also start doing our we also are doing like our three day LA shoot um, uh-huh. on the film. So. Right. And then uh stuff with the podcast too. Um mm-hmm. Ben View and Spielberg just ended. Just ended, yeah. Yeah. Loved it by the way, that thank, last episode. Thank you. I saw, was, saw I saw the, the Instagram post. That was a nice little aw. Appreciate that. That oh, was a good yeah, shout of out. Of course. Yeah. yeah, you and Emily are always welcome here. Um but yeah, it was a nice little project. Again, I'm sure there'll be another Spielberg project and it'll and come the sh- back the but. show will be resurrected briefly yeah right just like a special it's not like mm-hmm. the regular series anymore yeah exactly yeah, yeah. um and that's why you wake we're always checking in like what's he doing next <laughs> like what now like you know mm-hmm. and even as you heard in the episode it's like we don't he hasn't really formally decided on the film he's gonna do officially but like no yeah, he, he'll pop up again and then when he pops up again we'll pop up again you know hmm. um 
But uh, yeah, but you have another show lined up, right? Well, you're still doing stuff for that hashtag show. I am still doing stuff for that hashtag show. Yes. Right, and then you have another show lined up. Uh, my second pod, my new second monthly podcast, <laughs> uh, has we were and it's already we're already a month behind. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. It, it's but uh, this one is called Morning Word, and it's yeah. It's a creative writing podcast. Okay. It's a little different. From oh, that the, wasn't even the one I was thinking of. I'm oh. like, yeah, I, I'm, I just downloaded the last one. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know why I didn't think about that. But I was thinking about, <laughs> man, you're busy as fuck, dude. I know. No, dude, I'm ex- <laughs> I am fucking tired. <laughs> I am exhausted. Uh, you know? <laughs> uh, but no, I was thinking about the Godzilla one you had lined up. Yeah. Yeah. Which we announced in, in the last episode of the Spielberg yes. show. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, when does that one start? Um, sometime uh, to be determined next year. Next year. <laughs> when you're not, like, you know, redlining and going on two hours of sleep over the last three days? Uh, yeah. No, that'll be the goal. Uh, no, uh, me and Emily... Emily came up with this show, and immediately I'm like, yes. I, I was the one who pitched Spielberg to her four yeah. years ago. And then as we're ri- winding down on Spielberg, she's mm-hmm. like, I have a new show idea for you. And right. I think you're going to be into it. I'm like, all right, what is it? It's like, we do every Godzilla. I'm like, I'm so into that. Yeah. <laughs> Back when you announced that, like, I insisted I'd be a guest on at least one of them. <laughs> I think you were like one of five people who are going to, who's like, I, can I be on that show? Yeah. <laughs> like as soon as I told them. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, that we haven't figured out the format and et cetera. I mean, this is kind of, course, of like, yeah. um, kind of like, uh, like, it's like, like is like the topic is set, but we actually haven't decided all the details of the show. Hmm. Um, we're taking a, the rest of the year off, you know, and good. Yeah, yeah. I I and then like an idiot, I started another show because <laughs> <laughs> you know I can't stop. It's <laughs> that's a good problem to have, though. I guess so. Yeah, but I'm also like inherently lazy sometimes on certain <laughs> things and. And then all of a sudden I went, oh, shit, I got to work on this. You know? <laughs> but uh, no, I'm excited for that one. And then with more, well, Morning Word, could you go into more detail what that one's about? Because that one just came out. There's what, like, two or three episodes out right now? Yeah, it's only two episodes right now. Yeah. It's another monthly show. And mm-hmm. uh, that is, like I said, it's a creative writing show. But the, the thing here is that um, me and my co-host, uh, Bobby Johnson, or BC Johnson's is a... Uh, this is a uh, written is his like like author name his pen name his pen name thank yeah. you and then uh, friend of the network Nathan Schultz who's done many episodes of the, I've done Geek Offensive with you with yep. him and uh, on mm-hmm. this um, so basically we're three different writers who are each approaching three different projects in three different kind of mediums so mm-hmm. uh, Bobby is a novelist uh, Nathan's writing a comic. And I'm writing uh, feature film stuff or screenplay stuff. And so the idea of the show is every month we catch up with each other. How's our progress on our writing projects? And how far along are we? What are we doing for inspiration? What are we using for... Uh, what, do, what you know, how's the, you know, like, is, is, are we stuck? Are we, mm-hmm. um, you know, what are we trying to figure out to make it better? Or even in terms of what's the topic right now of like other creative projects and how that affects us when we decide to write right. on our projects as well. And then we do kind of like a fun writing game. That's actually pretty cool. It's a way to keep each other in check. Mm-hmm. Cause I know when you're, when I'm trying to write anything, yeah, like it's so easy to just like get sidetracked or, mm-hmm. um, it may it may not look like we're working, but like we're just sitting and trying to think of like, how the fuck does this go? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, when you see somebody actually writing, it doesn't look like much. 
But we're we're like dying inside. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's the truth. It's like, it's if you see a bunch of folks at a at a coffee shop, on their laptops and they're writing. It's like internally, they're going, "How the hell do I keep going?" Yeah. Externally, they're just tapping away and taking a sip. They've like rewritten the same sentence like fifty times. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> went on, went on, went on social media more than they should have been writing because that's mm. the only way their brain could like operate. <laughs> it's like you know what? Let me see what's going on, on Twitter real quick. Yeah. Okay, now I'll go back to writing. Yeah, you know? the the very limited writing experience I have, it's like that was ninety percent of the process, and then ten percent was just like, got it. Yeah, yeah. And it's two lines, and you're like, oh well, um. Guess I'll have more coffee. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For me, what it takes is like some sort of deadline to ensure that something gets beyond two sentences. You know, like, um, example actually, (laughs) uh, I, one of the projects I did film, I wrote and filmed, and I'm in the middle of editing. Um, was a like is this like I'll call it a parody mm-hmm. right now, and I think you probably know you probably know about this. I haven't really spoken a lot about it outside of just who's involved, but mm-hmm. uh, it should be out this year. But it's a parody project that JPG was a producer. Of. Oh, he did he did mention that project, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when I asked him for help. He's like, great. Do you have a script? And I went, of course. And then I wrote it that night. <laughs> so Jason's, if Jason's JPG is listening to this up, hey, guess what? I gave you the first draft. <laughs> also, JPG, if you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> that was, I, might I, I add, that was kind of intentional. Like I, I said. <laughs> I, yeah, I do that like all the time on the show. Then he hasn't caught half of them, which is hilarious to me. So. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was me setting that. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Appreciate that. See, this Justin gets it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I had this idea for probably two years. And mm-hmm. then like when JPG was like, oh, do you have a script? I went, yeah. And then I came home with, okay, fuck, write a script. <laughs> <laughs> and it, but, it came, but I wrote it so fast. I went, well, that's it. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And like, Well, I it was it a too. short parody of something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's only like two three pages and okay so that's why it came out pretty quick and i even then i like even he had some good ideas on revisions and things like Mm -hmm. that and i i changed it between then and when we finally filmed it and such so yeah oh is that coming out soon or yeah sometime i can't make an official date yet oh got it got it but uh yeah this year you know so i I mean that's that's less than two months now (laughs) i'm pretty all i'm waiting on is actually a score Okay. Someone's composing music for it. All, that's all I'm really waiting on. Yeah. And I'm good to go. Yeah. So it's, it's a nice be- little glimpse into what it's like to make an amateur film. Yeah. Like, even at that level, there's so many pieces you have to manage just oh, to, like, get God. everything to fit. <laughs> no one no one fucking gets <laughs> how no. hard movie make it, big or small it's all it's, it's all difficult it's a miracle anything gets to screen to yeah. be honest no, no totally and like the case here's the thing is that like to do any filmmaking of any fashion mm-hmm. you generally need more than one person <laughs> yeah like I've done stuff where it's just me for fun like on my Instagram mm-hmm. but at the end of the day I'd rather have there be someone else involved (laughs) to help me out with it and even like our little thing which cost very little 
little to no money. You can even it's arguably you know, it's officially a no budget short thing, mm-hmm. but we spent money still. Yeah, <laughs> but arguably it's a no budget. I still brought in like eight people to volunteer their time mm-hmm. to show up to be crew to be at actors, and we shot it for eight hours. Yeah, like nonstop, and I'm like exhausted and you'll get like a few minutes of footage out of that yeah right? <laughs> no it's a two minute it's a two minute <laughs> short but it took eight hours to film mm-hmm. you know like it's that's filmmaking <laughs> yeah no the the last thing i worked on um was a friend short film we filmed every weekend for like an entire month for like and it was like there were long days like the whole yeah. day whole weekend pretty much and it was for like nine minutes of footage (laughs) i was like great yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) yeah so anytime you see a two and a half hour long movie folks i just want you to think about that (laughs) listen it's like uh there's no reason a Transformers movie needs to be over two and a half hours. How dare you? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> but there's no reason. There's no any reason. But do feel bad for everyone involved because yeah. that means they had to spend so many months, right? Months filming that garbage. Yeah, <laughs> I always feel bad for them because, um, I mean, that's arguably for a lot of people that's the biggest project they've worked on. Sure, it has to go on the resume. Of course. But then someone will look at that and I'm like, oh, is that movie? Like, I had nothing to do with the part that sucked. <laughs> I just brought the props. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I tried to talk to Mike, but he's uh, just wouldn't take any advice. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, uh, funny thing, I actually worked on the second one a little bit. I think you mentioned that last time. What, what mm. were you working on for that I would, one? Uh, for Revenge of the Fallen, I was a pre-production PA, which is the most gl- unglamorous PA gig, but it was probably the the closest I'll get to working for A, a big studio movie, and B, Spielberg is in my contract, so it's the closest I'll probably get to that for a while, if I'm lucky, you know, but like, all I really never did say was... say never, man. Yeah, you I could, know. Not could happen. Knock on the knock on the wood, but like... Lumpia could take off. Yeah, who's... Don't know. Hey, man, we still gotta film that thing, so yeah. no. Um, but, um, that was a case where I just had to move, like, offices from the production office to, like, set. Mm-hmm. So that took, like, a week, you know. But you, you had nothing to do with the, um, wrecking ball testicles. No, but the hilarious part is I saw... <laughs> I saw I saw like art for the movie, like that was kind of cool. I was working. I saw like the pre, here's the thing. I saw the pre-production art for that yeah. movie, right? And so I'm like, I'm nerding out a little bit because I'm like, oh, it's like a DVD extra. Uh-huh. I'm walking in a, <laughs> the DVD extra. That's kind of cool. And I remember seeing like Soundwave. I'm like, oh, that's what yeah. Soundwave's gonna look like. Like, and then I saw these two robots mm-hmm. that look like maybe they're brothers. Yeah, the and two those two robots. Exactly. Yeah. But when I saw them, I just got a quick glimmer and I'm like, huh. Okay. What's I wonder what that's gonna be like. Cut to me a year later going seeing the most racist thing. I could have stopped it. <laughs> so, <laughs> part of me is like, what if I took that piece of paper? They like probably- that should be your next short your next no money short. I'm like, just film that like God, if I could go back in time <laughs> and P- stop this from happening. <laughs> the PA who realized, like, wait a minute, I could stop this bad movie from existing. I'll help you write that. <laughs> I put a pin on that. That's actually not a yeah, bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> it just leads to, like, all this prestige for the Transformers franchise. And, like, 
Oh, it's like le- like Chris Nolan level of yeah. accepted. You know? It's like now, like no, like instead of like all these celebrities wanting to be in the MCU, it's yeah. like no, they all want to be in the Transformers universe. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it's not just no, it's not just a Bumblebee movie. Right now we're knee deep in like like Beast Wars. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that's where we'd be. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Bumblebee. <laughs> uh-huh. Um I mean the I I mean the Transformers look like the Transformers. I don't know oh, if you in saw the new the, trailer. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like Soundwave looks like Soundwave. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. That looks like Optimus, yeah. you know. Oh, for sure. I'll, I mean it as soon as they said uh, Bumblebee John Cena, I'm like, I'm going to check that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Psych, you got me. All right. It's funny how I've come around on John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was. At first, I'm like, I don't get the appeal. And then at some point, I realized, like, it's kind of like how I found out that The Rock was funny. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, he's pretty funny. He's pretty cool. And now, like, I started seeing a bunch of John Cena things like, hey, John Cena, you're all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, you're an all right guy. I think I'll watch more stuff with you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that uh, again, just that alone. I was mm-hmm. like, why did why did that sell me? <laughs> I, I'm just such a sucker for like ridiculous premises or sure. ridiculous lines. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I, I know I know you're no stranger to mm-hmm. watching things like that. I mean, yeah. the first time I had you on, we talked about the room for God's sake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um. But yeah. Okay. Well. I don't think I got to get too in depth with you on this last time, mm-hmm. but I mean, how did you get started in film in general? Um, would you like? Mm-hmm. I know you do all these projects, but are you? What do you, What would you call yourself? Amateur filmmaker? Would mm-hmm. you? Is that the top God, title? Um, Writer? So producer? weird. Like you're. Like, you got your hands in everything, man. I, yeah, too many things. One arguably. Um, <laughs> too many. Too many fucking things. I think. Um, I. I mean, like the. Uh, uh, the I can be pompous and say I'm a filmmaker, and some people have introduced me as a mm-hmm. filmmaker. You know, like friend of the friend of the network Earl Balon yeah. <laughs> has introduced me to other people. It's like, oh, Justin's a filmmaker. He's a writer and director. But like, I feel like I haven't really made a lot to prove that. Well, how many head. have you done? Well, I mean, I've done a lot of short, like comedy sketches and mm-hmm. and like a couple of short projects here and there, and stuff I never finished. But that's just the nature of the, of like of the beast of like I got this thing I'm working on and I never finished it because I never figured out the rest of it mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah I guess I feel like I wouldn't really say I'm an amateur because I feel like I've I've done enough that I could you know if I you know people have asked me to watch their stuff and I give I what I feel is pretty good criticism mm-hmm. to make it better for them and I try not to be very harsh about it I basically try to always be like hey this is if you do it this angle, you'll be fine. If you try to do this, you'll be fine. But mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't. So that's why I wouldn't feel like I'm an amateur. I've been kind of doing this for 11 years. Oh, there you go. You know, I started really going into filmmaking. And well, you got 11 you know. years of experience. Why the hesitation on the title? Um, because I feel like I guess I guess for me it's like because I made my graduation film in 2007, mm-hmm. and it's a little it's a little be like a little pity party i guess because i feel like i haven't really made a lot of stuff that was uniquely mine mm-hmm. i ended up what ended up happening is i ended up helping other people with their projects or i'll do a lot of projects that i feel are collaborative but not really i could put my stamp on and say justin made this mm-hmm. or this is the justin keys on thing um and that's i guess that's what's interesting about me this year mm-hmm. is that it took me 11 years to go make stuff for you yeah, I've actually turned down a couple of things. Some friends are like, "Oh, I need help on this," or "I got this project," and eventually, I kind of told people, "Like, sorry, mm-hmm. I, I can't do it. I've I just got to work on 
stuff from me you know no i think that's the right move especially yeah. at this point in your career like yeah, yeah really focus on you yeah um, weirdly enough <laughs> yeah and again i'd be like no don't you don't have to worry about saying i wouldn't have any hesitation about saying you're filming just fucking say it okay like i would say like, i'm a filmmaker con- fuck there you go <laughs> my man that's what i'm talking about that's what we do there on we the go. offensive. Like, you're this. <laughs> Don't shy away from it. Harsh declaration. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I used to be, like, hesitant about saying as an artist. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it does have, like, a douchey connotation to it. Yeah. But, like, if you're an artist, then you don't have anything to worry about. Yeah. No, true. And I... It's fine. I should heed my own advice. I've told people that, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Don't be afraid of that sounding douchey. Like, yeah. especially if you are working, if you are creating. Mm-hmm. Um... But uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I okay. Get sidetracked. But like, how did you get started in all this? Um, I guess it was kind of inevitable. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I do know it runs in the family. It does bit. run <laughs> in the family. We'll get to that. I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll put, we'll get to we'll that, get to yeah, that yeah. in a sec. But like, I think what happened was uh, my brother got me in the film. Okay. My older and brother. The, like, how old are you at the time? Uh, my brother is about a good ten years older than me. Ten years old. Okay. Yeah. So like, my brother got me into film, and he's the guy who like, like he, you know, he took me to like see Rocket Doodle. <laughs> Because he knew that I was a kid and I wanted to watch a cartoon movie about a, a, a singing rooster. But Rock-a-doodle. he's like, Doodle, Jesus Christ, yeah, you yeah. brought back some memories. Exactly. Did it, it unlock? Yeah, I have not heard that title in at least a decade. Because I knew he hated it. <laughs> but in return, yeah. he would take me to see Casablanca. Okay. In the theater. Oh, he tried to class you up. He did try to class me. That's up. good. So I saw like good older brother. He, no, very. No, he's yeah. he's no. I, I would I'd argue he's a one of the biggest in like influencers of my life. Him and my right. cousin. So very not how I'm a big brother to JPG. No, not that at all. Got not it. that at all. No. <laughs> yeah, he's the the he's the brother who uh, made sure I read books a lot, mm-hmm. and he's the one I he's the one who's the brother who's like, okay, you want to buy a comic? Great. But finish a book that has no pictures, and I'll buy you two comics. Okay. Which I'm like, sweet. See, I thought that was like a steal. Yeah. And so the same with movies. I'm like, all right, I'll take you to watch Rocket Doodle if you watch this Humphrey Bogart movie with yeah. me. Like, okay, that's fine. You know, and because of that, I grew to love like classic mm-hmm. film and etc. And then he was going to film school at the time, mm-hmm. so he was going to like North. Got it. Okay. Cal State makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. And I was seeing him make stuff, and mm-hmm. I was seeing him write, and then. Uh, we, that was the kind of nice thing about growing up. Is like I got a kind of a critical mind because we would talk about it. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, well, also know. he was showing you things that were polar opposites. Oh yeah. When you're most kids, like when their parents take them to the movies, it's kind of the same shit over and over again. Yeah, yeah. So you were really lucky there. No, I think it's why I have such a weird bless you. Excuse me. Yeah, that's why I have a weird broad taste. Why I I can look at. Uh, your great example is like bless you. Again, <laughs> great example is like I uh, I love the Transformers animated movie from the 1980s. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also know that it's cynical cash grab garbage. <laughs> like, like I know it's both. Yeah. Like I can love it and mm-hmm. love it for all the cheesiness and the goofiness, but also it's a cynical cash grab garbage because they decided, oh, we're just going to kill off characters despite how you feel about them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, we need a new toy line, so get rid of the old ones, yeah. kill Optimus, and then exactly. yeah, now you got a new one. It's oh, fine. You, oh, did you like Will Jack? Too bad. He's dead. <laughs> And he won't even have a line to say goodbye to. That's yeah, they how- <laughs> straight Game of Thrones that movie. Like oh. everyone, like half oh. the people are dead. It's red wedding all over. <laughs> so people were like crying about Game of Thrones. Like, you watch Transformers '86? You, you got- weren't there <laughs> for the struggle. You weren't there. <laughs> 
Oh man, yeah, that was hard. I I don't think I saw it till I was older though, so I was just like, okay, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But God, oh, yeah, no, that must have been my my cousin told me horror stories. Yeah, my yeah. cousin told me <laughs> horror stories. Uh-huh. He like he um, he was in the theater mm-hmm. when it happened, and he he was a kid too. He's not he's a little older than me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, same thing. Everyone just started crying, <laughs> and it was just like parents complaining to the theater. It's like, oh crap, they had to change the GI Joe movie yeah. because of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So um, it was the title wave, yeah. So no, I had these these two broad tastes, yeah. and I can appreciate. Like I loved the thing that as a kid you should love, and he never told me it's like that sucked. Don't watch right. that. But he was definitely the one like, all right, but you watch this mm-hmm. as well to gain appreciation of that, and I did. And so because of that, and I saw him making movies, and I and I kid you not, my first exposure of filmmaking was an episode of Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies. Yeah. So what, that, what happened in Muppet Babies? There's a, okay, this is a double whammy. Not okay. only was it my first exposure to filmmaking, it was my first exposure to Star Wars. Okay, I do remember them doing a parody of it. Wow, what happened is there was an episode of Muppet Babies where they're like, hey, let's make a movie. What movie? Let's make Star Wars. And you saw them make Star Wars. <laughs> oh, that's and right. That is how the episode went. Yeah, go in ahead. a kid yeah. fashion. But yeah. you know, like, oh, if we poke out black paper, that's stars. And if we pretend the toy is a spaceship, and they just got a, a VHS camera, and I was a kid watching this, going, "You can do that." Also, what's Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's how you found out about Star Wars. Yeah, and I wow. told, and I asked my brother that. And uh, can I point out? I always, I maybe I'm over dramatizing it because that's what I do. That's you know, <laughs> but like I'm. Like, I remember asking my brother, like, hey, what's Star Wars? Because I saw it in Muppet Babies, and I can see the look in his eyes. It's like, he must have welled up inside. It's time. (laughs) (laughs) It's a rite of passage (laughs) for every young person. (laughs) That's, oh, yeah, yeah, no. Um, Oh, yeah. That's the episode. That's it, exactly. (laughs) That's the actual episode. Yeah, so, like, uh, so, yeah, like, so all that is, like, a culmination of me realizing, I think I want, I think I like like the idea of movie making and how to make movies. And then, yeah, there's also the big exposure I had because of my, my family connection. Ah, okay. Yeah. No, that's huge. Again, um, back to you having to see two very different things. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like enough people don't do that. Everyone, yeah. they don't, with their own creative tastes, like they don't want to venture out too far. Mm-hmm. They want to stay in their comfort zone. Yeah. And what... This may sound douchey, but like mm-hmm. when I know someone does does that, I can't take their opinion seriously. Yeah, same. Yeah, I hate to say it. It's a little snobby, but I mean, yeah, it's like oh, it's like oh, I don't watch you know horror movies. I'm like, I'm not gonna take you seriously <laughs> in a lot of things, like because then I know it's. I'll already think like, okay, this is easily gonna like put you in this kind of type of mindset. Yeah. You're gonna react this way, so it's. Again, I, I feel like to have like a real like critical take on things, you, you have to see the extremes and see what's outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I think the last thing I, I saw that 100%. was yeah, the last thing I saw that was really out there was this. God, it was a foreign film. Um, of course, it was. <laughs> <laughs> but it was called. Um, it's like the square, the box. It was nominated for something last year. Oh, the square, and, and that is what it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, excuse, me. sorry, folks. I'm a little under the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, beautifully shot yeah just a very strange plot uh the character it's like you're not sure you're not quite sure if you like him or not it's it's very the the point i'm trying to get to is it's very far away from what we see in like mainstream culture oh yeah it's like this is the hero that he wants the thing Mm -hmm. he does something to get it and maybe he gets it maybe he doesn't that's pretty much what we go through this was just kind of like 
the guy went through this and stuff happened. <laughs> and there's this weird scene with a guy acting like a gorilla, and you're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the air quote plot. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, seeing things like that, and I, I really needed to see it at the time just because everything I had seen in the last few months has just been a blockbuster mm-hmm. or an MCU movie. I'm like, let me. is my eye still there? I'm like, I need to see something else. I'm like that too. Yeah. I'm definitely like that where it's like you need like a, almost like a palate cleanser yes. from the norm. Yes. If you like watching this stuff, you do eventually go like, I need to watch something that's so not mm-hmm. the typical... You know, you know, typical movie that anyone could watch. I and I'm totally like that. Like I, I crave it. It, it yeah. like to the point where it's that's one of the things like me having like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon mm-hmm. Prime or whatever. It's like at a certain point, I'm like, hey, I love watching blank Marvel movie, <laughs> but I think tonight I want to try something that would really screw with me. Yeah. Or something that would make me, and it's like I, I watch a lot of like dramas that just pare down, mm-hmm. of just simply people talking or. Or really out there movies like The Square that just like forces you to just go, this is still a narrative despite what you think a narrative is, you know. And I think there's a fine line between like whenever people like watch a movie like The Square, it's like that movie is a movie that's like visually, like I said, visually it's incredible. Mm -hmm. And I I appreciate a movie on that level alone. Yeah, like, and it, it's not like a, a sci-fi movie or anything. No, it's, no, it's, no. It's regular day-to-day right. life, and it's just shot beautifully. Exactly, yeah. And I feel like there's a thing about that where it's like you just... Like, that's where I'm like the filmmaking... Mm-hmm. Like, like as a person who tries to make his own movies or just tries to make stuff, like, when I see a movie that's just... Even if I don't get this, to get the story... Yeah. I gotta appreciate, oh, but that was hard to make. Yeah. You know, that looked incredible. Well, anything with a weird concept, think about that. Yeah. You have to... You have to write that, despite how weird it is. Yeah. And then you got to pitch that to people. Yeah. And for it to get made is just mind-blowing. To convince a bunch of folks to be behind what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, hey, can you guys invest in this weird-ass movie? Right. Thanks. No. (laughs) Then you get actors, and the actors have to be on board of what you're doing. Yeah. It's like, you know, that was the thing I remember in film school. I had a friend who, very talented writer, Mm -hmm. and he had ambitions to do something that's like mix of like... Like Raymond Chandler mixed with Tim Burton, mixed with like really out there movies. But you can kind of tell that the only people who got what he wanted was me. Uh, And I was one of like, I was a storyboard artist. And then I was like his like art director. Mm -hmm. Me, one other producer. And that's it. That's such a gamble too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like you could see the director of photography didn't get it and he wasn't really into it. You saw the actress straight up had no idea what he was talking about and she undercut him every minute. It was undermined him every minute. It was just really stressful. And I can see my friend like losing it each day of the shoot because no one understood what he wanted. No one got the movie and it's watchable, but even he's like... I kind of disown it because I had to finish it. Was school. it something really personal to him? Is that what I think was going it's, on? It's not so much personal to him, story-wise. I think personal to him in terms of like this is my chance to showcase because that's that's uh, the film okay. student thing, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. my chance to showcase that I'm going to be the next blank, yeah, or you know whatever. 
and he reached probably a little too far than he could have for the production and the budget and the time he had. Yeah, but I feel like that's that's going to help him in the long run. Yeah, go ahead and reach too far. Oh, to yeah. anyone, to any younger filmmakers listening to this, mm-hmm. um, just yeah, go ahead and reach too far. Like, yeah, make those weird mistakes. You'll learn from them. Everyone's that's the thing. Everyone needs to learn is just do it. Yeah, and like the more you make it, that's the that's even goes to podcasting. Mm-hmm. You know, like someone asked me, like, how did you start? Like, how do you start podcasting? And I go, just start. Yeah. <laughs> Use your phone if you have to. It, it don't. It you just gotta. Yeah. Just gotta start. Mm-hmm. Stop. Don't make excuses. Just start. And if your first few recordings suck, okay. But you liked something about the process, yeah. then keep going. Yeah. That's how I feel about filmmaking too. It's like these first few things I filmed suck, but I I liked something about doing this. Like, great, keep going. Mm-hmm. Make more. You right, know. exactly. Yeah. I, I think that's one thing people are so afraid of when it comes to any creative endeavor. Mm, like mm, that. Mm. They're just afraid of sucking. Yeah. and We all are afraid of sucking. Yeah, yeah, point exactly. that out. yeah. <laughs> You know, we don't want to, yeah. but it's just so necessary to the process and to you as an artist to, mm-hmm. to grow and develop. Like, it's there's no reason that uh, everything you have to do is perfect. Yeah. There's no reason for that. No. Um, also, I, I'm kind of under the impression that, like, 90% of the stuff I make... Whether it be a YouTube video, a podcast, or a film, 90% of what I make is going to be shit. Yeah. And that 10% is going to be great. <laughs> but the mo- it's more like the more I do, the bigger that 10% gets. Yeah. You know I mean, no, exactly. No, that's, well, you may, I don't know if you remember me doing this on Instagram, but I did a thing where I used to do a video a day for over a year. Yeah. No, no, I do. I, I think I did see some of that. Yeah. So that's, that was just, just to try it out. Originally, it was going to be a month. And mm-hmm. then, you know, bless Nathan's soul. <laughs> Nate was like, well, why stop at a month? Shout out to Nathan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. He's like, why stop at a month? Well, I figured a month's good enough. Like, well, keep going. Mm-hmm. If, if you don't like it, yeah, you could stop. But like, why stop at a month? I'm like, oh, that's true. And yeah. I did it a year for a year and a half. Oh, wow. And the idea was like, like you said, it's like, I made a video. I, ha- I promised a video a day, which meant I can't like everything. But I had to do it. Mm-hmm. And the hilarious part about doing that much output is that I will put a video that I went, I farted that out yeah, to just get the deadline. And I'll put it online. I'll put it on Instagram. And the next day, I'll see people go, oh, that's my favorite one you've done so far. I went, that one? <laughs> that's the one you liked? <laughs> and then there's the other one on mine. Oh, I think this is clever and funny or interesting. And I put a lot of effort into this. I even got extra help. Oh, that's pretty cool. that exchange with your audience is always so weird because they'll think oh you must have put so much work into this i'm like no i was just trying to hit deadline (laughs) seriously and to to be you know kind of lean into the the stuff i did this year it's like Mm -hmm. me doing that for a year and a half eventually i did get burned out Mm -hmm. because i was doing it for a year and a half and i eventually like i i don't i don't i i got to the point where i didn't come up with stuff I was even mildly okay with. Okay. And it just felt like work. And I'm like, well, if it's starting to feel like work, stop. Yeah. But because I did that much output, uh, when this year started, I'm like, okay, I proved I can make something every day. And I found out that whatever I made, people liked Uh some of it, if not a good amount of it. Like, okay, cool. So this year, make longer stuff. Mm-hmm. But take the lessons you did from that year and a half to not be afraid of accomplishing those things. Yeah. So I shot 
everything I did with no fear, <laughs> uh, with not the same amount of fear because I, because that's a problem too. I would, I, I would shoot a thing because it'd be such a long gap between things I've made okay. that I put too much pressure on the thing. Ah, uh, you see what I mean? Right, right. And well, that kind of takes you out of the process. You're like worried about like other things instead of just focusing on the actual work. Right. At the yeah, you know, and this you know, it's like it like there was a music video shot in 2013, and I'm mostly proud of it. And then three years later, I shot something else. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I didn't like at all. And that's three years. And I tried to put a lot of effort into it. And I did my best, but I also felt like I looked at it and went, I was not there for this because I was so <laughs> hitting myself for not having a thing between this three-year gap. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's what's important about me this year. Is like That's why this year I have three separate projects that I made. And I feel pretty much... Like I'm, I'm, this is another reason I'm locking asleep. I'm editing back and forth on these things. Yeah. Like I finished one of them last night, and I go, "Cool, I'm about 99 percent with this one. I'm going to take a week off." There you go. Look at it again, but I'm pretty. This is pretty much done. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones are various forms of pretty much done to like 70 percent done. Mm-hmm. But I went back and forth, and the beauty of it is like, well, if someone didn't like this one, I'm sure someone's going to like one of the other two. Yeah. So that's kind of been. That's the lesson well, I've learned. It's good to balance out that much output with, you know, some rest. Yeah. Because especially when you come back to that other project, you'll have some fresh eyes. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to look at it properly. I'm like, okay. I was Because you, you're so into it in the moment when you're editing and making it. And you're just like, oh, I, I need to like back away. Yeah. And just look at it from a different perspective. And that that can be hugely beneficial. No, exactly. Especially because like the three things are just sort of different are so different within each other, between mm-hmm. each other. So it's not like a feeling I'm like making the same thing over and over again. Like one thing is another music video. The other thing is the parody I talked about. And the other thing is kind of just two guys talking. <laughs> That's it. I, I just, it's just two guys. Talk, it's a conversation. You film two guys talking. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's it. It's like no real, no real crazy action. No, no, not, no real like visual effect thing. It's, it's just two dudes talking. Huh. And I just wanted I, I wanted to like really just do a straight up like character piece of just two guys having an argument over something. Oh. And like uh yeah, like I Earl's in two of these, might I <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Earl. Again. Everyone buy Shadow of the Tomb Raider. He's really good in it. Yeah. No, like for realsies. Yeah, yeah. Like he's really good in no, it. No, <laughs> I'm in I'm like two thirds of the way through and I'm like, holy crap. They let they they let Earl act. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that clip they keep using yeah. of him and uh Camilla mm-hmm. like like doing that argument. Mm-hmm. I'm like I remember just like we because you and me were at the his Comic Con panel mm-hmm. and they showed that clip at Comic Con and it's not even the CGI clip it's no, them in their goofy in the mocap suit, in the yeah. mocap suits but there was not a there, you could hear a pin drop yeah it in was that so audience. quiet yeah Earl's a great actor that's why I keep using him <laughs> oh if you got it yeah, yeah use him one of my closest friends but also like I'm really glad Earl's like down to do most things yeah you know? also if folks if you liked if you know the clip we're talking about and you saw that and liked it there's way more in the game like yeah. he has some big scenes um so far i again i'm hoping he doesn't die at the end of it don't <laughs> tell me if you finished it no, don't no, tell no, me no. Yeah. i don't know i don't know i didn't okay. finish it no. okay yeah i'm like two-thirds of the way through i'm like god just make it through this game because <laughs> there's already been a close call i was like god damn it <laughs> I was literally about to call him. <laughs> <laughs> you better not die, bro. <laughs> the fuck, Earl? 
It's like, I have no say in that. <laughs> you could yell at Square Enix. Yeah, like, something. Come on. <laughs> um, okay, well, back to your journey into mm-hmm. this. So when your uh, older brother was showing you this stuff, how yeah. old are you at that point? Uh, probably seven or eight. Seven or eight. Yeah. Okay, so how long... And was this always a hobby of yours when you were a kid? Or well, it's funny, I didn't really... I w- the problem is like I knew I wanted it to be a have a hobby of it, but I didn't have like how, like how was I going to make that a hobby? Yeah, this is too- this is like early nineties. Yeah, you know, like everyone's got a smartphone now, mm-hmm. but back then, uh, I like I was lucky to have a VHS. Yeah, like like, uh, like if just a VCR is great, but like a, what a camcorder, like none. Our family didn't have that. Yeah, and forget editing. Jesus. Forget yeah, Jesus. <laughs> and then high school came. Okay, <laughs> and so my my brother in law at the time. Uh, he had a, like a cheap camcorder that he barely used. And then one day he just forgot he even had it. There you go. And so in high school, I attempted to make a slasher film. With- yeah. What was it called? The Party. The Because par- <laughs> apparently, I don't know if you know this, but a little movie called Scream came out. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> So we had we made a slasher film. We tried to make a slasher film with me and my friends in high school. And mm-hmm. it is I do the footage is long gone. It's but I do remember it's god awful. <laughs> it was it was terrible. And the and like the only scene I thought was good was like a legit chase between like the jock character and the killer. Well, what was your what was your killer like? Oh, God, it's so it's so boring in hindsight. Oh, a black hoodie and a white mask. <laughs> <laughs> Just it's a tad derivative, Justin. I'm aware know. of it. <laughs> That's why I'll never see the light of day. But also, like, yeah, oh, we had, screw that. We're having a screening on your birthday. I don't give a shit. Good, good luck fucking finding a copy. I don't know where that exists. <laughs> but like, um, Berto's got it right now. No, <laughs> he would, wouldn't he? <laughs> surprise (laughs) but like um but i remember like we shot like a sort of a fight scene but it's again we're stupid high schoolers we (laughs) used a real knife (laughs) oh shit and like you were just slashing and he's like swiping the knife and my buddy ducked and we were like wow that looked cool in hindsight what were we thinking (laughs) there's an alternate universe where your friend like killed like every actor in that yeah exactly (laughs) holy Uh, fuck but like the real like successful thing I guess that happened in high school mm-hmm. with, with video editing was like I made a commercial oh. for like an like a, like an economics class. Still, you it's know, a commercial. Yeah. yeah, like it was like oh, do it. You're in economic class. Do some sort of ad. And my me and my friend were like oh, let's make an ad. So we made an ad and we made it funny. And the class was like cracking up. That's great, you know. And my teacher was laughing, and my teacher's like, also because it's a little we, it's a little, uh, um, a little controversial because we, we poked fun at that 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 Catholicism a little bit. Oh, because high school idiot. Wait, kids. which high school did you go to? I went to Savannah High School. Savannah High School. Okay. Yeah, but that's not a Catholic school. No, no, no. no but no. like, we made a couple because we're Catholic. Yeah. As as Filipino guys are. Yeah. So we made a, a joke about. Jesus in the video <laughs> and my teacher laughed and he's like it's very funny first of all it's, it's very funny you guys are gonna get an A very cool you're also gonna go to hell <laughs> we're like okay sweet <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was a crazy process because I, I shot on, a, on, on the VHS and for my editing all I <laughs> I had to pause and record on the VCR oh <sighs> 
class. It sounds awful. It was tedious. It sounds absolutely dreadful. But it worked. <laughs> it totally worked. Um, that's why discovering like Final Cut in, in college, I went, wow, it's a whole new world. It's like, yeah, it's like the land of Oz was opened up. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Like you were in Kansas and then, oh my God. <laughs> if I can tell like 15 year old me that like, mm-hmm. hey, when you're like 35, you can edit on your phone. <laughs> you, can, you can make a short film right now. Yeah. Oh, watch. It's gonna <laughs> um, so yeah, that kind of led into me. It's funny. I kept denying the filmmaking thing for a while. Too. Really? Yeah, because I, my brother went to school for filmmaking, uh-huh. and I thought I wanted, I was going to be a comic book artist. Okay. I thought I was going to be drawing Spider Man and shit. You didn't get any pressure from family to be like a, a doctor, of course or a nurse. I did. Yeah, okay. Just making sure. I'm like, what weird ass household did you grow up <laughs> of in? Of course I did. <laughs> but they also kind of knew, like, well, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, it's like this is just a losing battle. It's a losing battle. My mom, my mom tried so hard. <laughs> What medical school you're going to? Go, go to nursing. It's yeah, fine. Go to nursing. Look. <laughs> Your friend Michelle's going to nursing. <laughs> Your cousin Sheila's going to, you know, accounting or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Mama, want to? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll look at it. I'll look at it later. <laughs> as I'm trying, as I'm trying to draw a comp. Book, yeah. You know. <laughs> Uh, so after high school, did you end up going to Cal State Northridge, Cal no, or did you? I, I went to just junior college for, say, okay. for a couple of years. And, but then that college had like a sitcom class. Oh, that's awesome. Like a TV production class in which you make a sitcom. Uh-huh. And that's where I met Nathan. Oh, okay. Now the picture's starting to come together. Right. All right. And we, we shot a sitcom. We wrote it and shot and some of us acted in the sitcom. And oh, we have to have a screening for that again. Long gone, <laughs> long gone. That computer, Birdo. If you're listening, get on it. <laughs> um, but that was also my first exposure of editing like comedy in a computer properly, mm-hmm. and that was fun. You know, eventually yeah. that led to me and Nate making our 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 three episode web series. You have a web series too? Yeah. Jesus. Okay, we should, I have no idea. Yeah, we made this web series called Proud Father. Okay, what was that about? It's about a father played by Nathan <laughs> and, and his wife uh, and his three kids. One's Filipino, one's black, one's one's Japanese, but his wife is also white. So uh-huh. guess guess what? Guess what? Because we're early 20-year-olds. Thought this was super funny. Uh, she cheated on him three times. Oh, <laughs> I was hoping it was going to be like, oh, he adopted them, but nope. He's... No, they're all... Oh, it's pretty much me, myself, and Irene. It's me, myself, and Irene. <laughs> with, those three, with those three kids, yeah. Um, so we did, we did three episodes of that, five minutes each. <laughs> and like some of the most offensive jokes, which probably is appropriate. Here, okay, I have copies of this. Okay, we got to so see we can, this. I will show this to you. Yes. <laughs> Specifically seeing Nathan at 23. Oh, 22, my God. Because <laughs> you know, um, I could see him as a dad now, to Nate, be honest. Nate, 22, looking like Mr. Belvedere. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> really dirty jokes. Sweet. Lots of cursing. Very appropriate for geek offensive. So, yeah. so yeah, that led to me going to film school in Los Angeles Film School. Oh, fantastic. In 2007. <laughs> and then uh, that's where I did my... You know, the majority of my film uh, filmmaking classes and learning how to edit and uh-huh. lighting, et cetera. And I did my graduation film there. And that one is called Rival Siblings. And it's about a brother and sister Filipino martial artists who fight in their uncle's restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> 
That I also have to say. I, 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 I want to. I want to view your entire catalog. I, I <laughs> listen. It's a small catalog, so you you will will crank it out in a, in, a, in an hour. <laughs> um, but now uh, going back to this, I got to ask. Yeah. Like your uncle. Okay, here it is. Okay. Is a is a very famous actor in the Philippines. Yes. Um, Dolphy, pretty much the only actor that i knew from the philippines well i knew vic soto i knew i knew, I knew of him mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. but like he I was know vic soto. yeah i never met him <laughs> i was like what <laughs> yeah. um but no i i mean at what point was that at any point like mm. a factor in what you wanted to do or? um I, I guess to explain to the audience who don't know the importance oh, yeah, of right Dol- dolphy dolphy um is my you know like my, my uncle my brother my dad's you know brother uh-huh. uh, my dad is younger Okay. Him, so I think he's the youngest. Um, and Dolphy is essentially the way I describe it to anyone else is like he's like the Jerry Lewis of the Philippines. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That sounds right. Right. Yeah. Because I I don't speak or fully understand Tagalog, but I could always get his humor because a lot of it was physical. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so he starred way too many movies. And yeah, I, <laughs> I okay. If you grew up Filipino, your parents went to like that convenience store that had all the tapes. <laughs> And my parents had one, had a brand new movie with him yeah. every goddamn Saturday. Every, yeah. I was he, like, man, this guy's busy. He is very busy. <laughs> you think I'm busy? I got nothing on, on my uncle, bad. <laughs> and like, yeah, and uh, yeah, and then my uncle, and of course all my cousins in the Philippines who are mm-hmm. actors or singers. Yeah. And um, so you're saying like, was that a factor in me considering? Yeah, I mean, were you aware of that growing up? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I was in two of his things. Yeah, growing up, like I was, I was in one movie playing. Do you remember his show called Home Alone Dirty? This. Yeah, that was the one. Oh, that's another thing. Like my parents had every, every goddamn week. <laughs> so um, there was a Home Alone Dirty This movie. I think it was called Home Alone in yeah. America. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm in that one. Get the fuck out. I'm in that. I'm in the movie. Oh shit! I'm about to look that up. <laughs> There's this. I'm, here's the hilarious part. I've never seen it. <laughs> But, well, we've got a surprise for you oh right my, now. No. Hey, Birdo, thanks for bringing the copy. We've <laughs> been waiting for that for like 20 years. No, the scene, what happened was um, my uncle was filming scenes in Knott's Berry Farm. Illegally, might I add. <laughs> that sounds about right. It's very, right? It's super Filipino. Yeah. And like, um, they needed a no, kid. just get the camera. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. Get the camera. <laughs> I think they said it was like, it was like a news report in the Philippines. It went brilliant. <laughs> Fucking brilliant! Uh, a, a, a lesson from my producing teacher in, in film school was crafty, not shysty. Shy, uh, crafty, not shysty, mm-hmm. and that was like super, super crafty. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna argue a bunch of guys from the Philippines? I oh, know, no film, thing, whatever. Yeah. So anyway, um, but they needed a kid because if you remember in the show, like he has a son played by his, his son, his, his son, yeah, Dolph, uh, Van Dolph. yeah. And so he, they wanted a kid to kind of remind him of Van Dolph. And I was just there playing with my Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately my mom was like, Hoy, Justin, come here. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Tita Dolphy wants you to help him out. And I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> like, how old are you at this point? I was 10. You're 10. <laughs> so all of a sudden, there I was, and I had to, like, I had to wear my, like, my best, clearly my best T-shirt. <laughs> my best button-up. <laughs> And I didn't understand what I was doing because, like, I didn't understand that my, the director was directing me, and I hated it. I was like, "No, what? I want to go home." <laughs> <laughs> 
and they can tell that they were struggling with me. And I can, but mostly because I knew them, like, I don't want to do this. Can I go home? <laughs> and they try to, like, 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 I remember they had, they bought food for me to eat on camera. And I'm like, I don't want to eat this. <laughs> and my, told, yeah, my uncle was super sweet about it. He's like, oh, what do you want to eat? You know? <laughs> Like, I'll get you that instead. He's like, oh, can I have the brownie? All right, I'll buy him a brownie. So, you know, <laughs> but it was like, we shot for a couple hours and like, I remember also learning how filmmaking is like, I, continuity was like, you don't shoot in continuity. No. So you just shoot in things that look interesting. So I remember like, I shot on this like bench with this one scene and I said, hi, I waved, you know, <laughs> and then I walked away and then also we walked to a completely different part of the park hmm. and then they told me, okay, walk in the front and then wave back. And my brain was like, but that's not where we were. <laughs> Weren't we over there? Why don't, why don't we, well, how can we have to go all the way here? I didn't understand. <laughs> so, but I, I did it and then I begrudgingly did it and I'm like, okay. And then I went home went, and my uncle was very much like, oh, hey, good job. I went, I don't get what I just, what happened? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? I don't get it. Now you're like, God damn it. <laughs> I was like, you could have had, you could have been the Filipino Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Putaya! <laughs> oh man. So it's that which which uh movie was it? I think it was Home, like Alone. Home Alone in America, I think it's Okay, because like they made a bunch of those. <laughs> like the did. series went and then they made a bunch of those movies. Yeah. They? I remember that being a huge hit. Oh my god, yeah. It was yeah, no, I but and the hilarious part is we can never find a copy of that movie. What? No, yeah, there's no, gotta all, be. The convenience stores we talked about every week after the movie came out, and uh-huh. my my uncle said, "Oh, hey, it's it's available on VHS. I'm sure your yeah. stores are gonna get it." I'm like, all right, never found it. <sighs> I'm like, that, it got Store, to the stores just recorded over it because they're running out of tapes. <laughs> <laughs> we we need more copies of Bobo Cop. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, so I yeah. need to record this other drama where people are crying or getting shot. Like that's. <laughs> Actually, that's a weird thing. You don't see a lot of those action movies anymore. Filipino action movies? Yeah, because my parents watched uh, the Filipino channel nonstop. Yeah. To the point where it's like, I'm not even going to try to get the TV. I'm just going <laughs> to I'm just gonna watch something else. Um, but uh, yeah, it's all dramas. Like, they're going the way of like what, what Korea is doing. It's just yeah. all dramas. No, and it's like, I get it. Asians love melodrama. Yeah. Like, I get it. But yeah, like Philippine. I remember my brother told me on oh, the Philippine action movies... Specifically in the seventies were kinda crazy, but they're awesome. Yeah, they're insane. <laughs> yeah. That explains why like I kind of latched on to I mean, you've been on the show where yeah. I do review a bad movie or mm-hmm. so there's something insane uh, or anything from Canon films. I love yeah. everything from Canon films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It explains like why it's in the I DNA. Was so into it. Yeah. It's in the DNA. That's why also Filipinas love like Tokusatsu and Super Sentai yeah. and Comrade, it's just in the DNA. Oh, we'll get there, folks. Don't I know. worry. We, we, I, people know. People yeah. who know us know that's like just get to Power Rangers. We'll, yeah, we'll get to it, guys. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, it's like that's why I realized. Like, is that why I like really got into John Woo and like yep. Jet Li and Jackie Chan yep. in like junior high? It's like yeah, that's exactly why. Yeah. It's like well, it just oh, seeped in there. Oh, rest in peace, Raymond Chow. By the way. Oh, I yeah, know. Just, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it actually does explain a lot. I do remember, mm-hmm. I don't even know what the movie was. I just remember <laughs> clearly a shootout happening yeah. in like a, in a hospital mm-hmm. where the newborns are. Yeah. And like for some reason, a baby went up in the air and the guy just pushed like a, like the, the little crib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those clear cribs you see like with the yeah. window. He just, I remember he pushed that one uh, under the baby to catch it. And I'm <laughs> like, there's no way that baby would have fucking survived. <laughs> 
I was just like, what the fuck is that? This is one of my favorite ones of all time. It's, you can find this on YouTube. It's for a movie called Julio Valiente. Okay. It's, I guess he's like a Filipino Zorro. And it's, cool. <laughs> this, is one, this is my favorite thing ever. So it's like a guy fighting a couple dudes in the field and like two guys run away and he's, he's got a gun in one hand and a knife in the other. So ideally, and oh, and well, he's covered long and short range. Yeah. What's the problem? No, and he's like, he's only got one bullet, right? <laughs> so the decision you would think is he would shoot one guy and then throw the knife. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. No, he then he picks, he has the knife up and he holds it really straight and tight then he puts the gun in front of the knife and i'm like no no is this going where i think it's going pulls the trigger the bullet then is implied that the bullet is split by the knife and the two guys go down i i have a friend named mike who his we we talked about that scene a lot and he told me like when his dad saw that in the philippines his dad saw that went nope Walked out, <laughs> just got up and walked out. It's like that's stupid. Why? Why? That sounds like the perfect movie scene. Like that, I w- that should be in every textbook. I want to. I want to <laughs> steal that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I was like, because I'm. Oh my god. We were giving notes for stuff for for Lumpia too. Yeah. And there's a part of me <gasps> that would have been like, this is the movie. <laughs> yeah. Why is it not in there? No, no, no. The, the action scenes kind of have to be. Planned out by somebody else, just certain But I was, I was seriously, I, I didn't, and I, it's my fault. I didn't get a chance to pitch it right away. But I was really gonna like, it'd be great if like the main character whose name is Kuya just yeah. picks up a knife, grabs a lumpia. It's played by Mark Munoz. Right? Mark Munoz, yeah yeah, 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 MMA Mark Munoz. And yeah. so like, picks up a knife, grabs a lumpia, throws the lumpia, cuts through. Because it'd be fine if it's a lumpia. That uh, that oddly makes sense, right? More than the <laughs> fucking bullet. <laughs> Oh man, oh, I gotta look that. <laughs> I gotta find that fucking Julio movie. Valiente. Oh my god, look that up. That it's, sounds just perfect. It will be your favorite film of 2018. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Infinity War. No, yeah, no, this. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, guys. Hear me out. Have you seen Julio Valiente? Yeah, and, and the I'm, theme oh, song. Sorry, Emily. It's a little better than um, Super Mario, but it's <laughs> it's better than Super Mario. <laughs> I I love Emily and Andrew to death. I I do a show with both of them. Uh-huh. I I do not understand. <laughs> Well, let's get the other side of that because I had them on. <laughs> I know, and they they did a very admirable job of like you know convincing me that this is what it is, and you know I, I don't have the same um, association that I used to. I used to mm-hmm. just dismiss it. I'm like right. it's terrible, but I'm like okay, there's there's something there. I yeah. can't call it good. There's something there. I kind of get why you're into it. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm happy that they like it. If I, he's like, I'm with you on on that. I don't hate. It. I love. I like ribbing them on it. Yeah, because it's just kind of fun. Because they know. Listen, I get. They know that no one else loves it as much as they do. Yeah. But I, I, I would agree that like I like. Oh, there's something here. I mean, yeah. it's not. I. It's just not for me. And I also think it's like it's an age thing. Yeah. They're a little younger than me. Mm-hmm. And when I saw it, I was a little old enough to be. To like it enough because it's Mario, mm-hmm. but to grow up going, yeah, but it's not good. Right? Yeah, but. I mean, no, like, okay, I roomed with them at Comic-Con this year. <laughs> oh, boy. And, like, I came back from a party. Was it just at, playing on a loop? Or? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I came back from a party at, like, 1130. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm turning in for today. I open the door, and immediately, Andrew and Emily come out. Okay. And I'm like, oh, hey, how you, hey, how you, how you two doing? Like, good, good, good. We're just going to go do a thing. Cool. What are you doing? Um, they're uh, showing uh, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> At the con at uh, midnight, <laughs> and I looked at them, 
And my only reaction is like, really? <laughs> <laughs> There's all this other stuff going on tonight. And you're, you just, you just finished your, sh- like, and they're like, yeah. All right. <laughs> I, just, I just remember that um, Andrew put it on his story, and just, yeah, it was just him and Emily, and like, I mean, yeah, cool. You got this st- place to yourself to watch it, but um, but like, it was just them. It was just them and maybe one heckler, <laughs> and then like, uh, my buddy Victor, and they stabbed that heckler. No, <laughs> my buddy, my buddy Victor saw because Emily was tweeting it, yeah, and so my buddy Victor, like, he just retweeted her tweet, and he said probably the the most appropriate things like i wish anyone could love anything the way emily loves super mario brothers the movie. like that's a goal yeah <laughs> yeah what could be so lucky yeah you know? if I, I i listen i have favorite films for sure but yeah. nothing i love to that level no. <laughs> like that dedication yeah. yeah and the and the other just like no i know like literally fighting a crusade yeah <laughs> Exactly, and thankfully she has Andrew to be on that on that ride with God. But yeah, thank God they found each other. (sighs) Anyway, (laughs) but yes, this Julio Valiente. I'm gonna have to look that up. That sounds right away. Perfect. (laughs) I, um, but yeah, it's weird that I have that affinity. But it is kind of funny you brought that up. I'm like, why didn't I put that together before? Right. I grew up literally watching those things, Mm -hmm. and. Yeah, it just makes so much sense when you look at my taste. Like, do I appreciate <laughs> the classics? Of course I do. Yeah. I love them. But there's just something about something so hysterically bad done so sincerely. Yeah. And it just speaks to me. I'm like, you, like, you did not care what people were going to say. <laughs> I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I have to admire that. No, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it's, it's embedded. Yeah, in our in our cultural Filipino yeah. blood, it's yeah. like we just like but, this. But the action movie scene, it's like kind of gone. Now. It's gone. You don't see it. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of am a little bummed that like there's only recently I heard there's a movie that just came out. I forgot the name. It was like Headshot or something, and it's like <laughs> something. I gotta look it up. But like it's directed by a Filipino director named Eric Mati, I think. Like, oh, he he directed by. Uh, by busts with um, that's it that's the that's movie. what it is yeah bus. so ann curtis is in it brandon bear is in it i mm-hmm. went to that panel oh Comic-Con. yeah i remember yeah, that's yeah. right i was like i was pissed because i didn't know the panel was there we didn't either <laughs> so i was uh who's i with i was with my friend anthony mm-hmm. and we were like we just saw like oh it's a martial arts movie panel i'm like all right cool let's go check it out and lo and behold there's Hina and I are into MMA, so there's Brandon Vera. There's the director. I'm like, yeah. oh shit! <laughs> they show this trailer. We're like, oh god, we got to see that. Yeah. And then we uh, we leave right after Brandon leaves, and we're like, we got a picture with him. And then the director Eric Mati, he's mm-hmm. just hanging out outside smoking a cigarette. <laughs> got a picture with him too. Super nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's ex- he's like a like like super experienced filmmaker, and yeah. like he's he's one of those directors that you, I feel like for Filipino films where it's like if there's gonna be someone who's really really close to like cracking the 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 Filipino like movies so they could be like a cultural level in the way that like right now like Indonesia is getting kind of really yeah I still gotta watch that one on Netflix with Joe Taslim on it holy holy shit what's it called the night comes for us that comes for us yeah so fucking good okay cool like one of my favorite things this year and it's Fucking brutal! It is like slasher movie brutal. It's okay, so yeah. good though. Yeah. So folks, if you liked uh, the raid and raid two, like, yeah, go check that one out. Yeah. But yeah. the story is like really strong too. It's like 
Like the fights are amazing, but the story is like strong and good, like Asian melodrama in wow. that regard. But the fights are holy shit. Yeah. It's it's incredible. Yeah. But uh, but but my best, you think? Like because when I saw that trailer, I'm like, it looks like it's right up there with the. Ra- it looks. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it yet, but I'm a little. I'm kicking myself because a I, I'm bummed I missed that panel. I didn't even yeah. know the panel was there at Comic Con, um, and b like it had a nice short like, like screening. In like the Orange County area, it d- oh man, see yeah right. Oh, I didn't even know that. Like uh, no, a friend of mine told me like, dude, it's it's playing at, at the uh, over here in Orange County. I went great and looked at the times. Went I'm available for, for none of this. <laughs> I can't see it because <laughs> that's my life. Uh, <laughs> that sucks. Uh, but yeah, I, that me that's what I'm gonna do once I get out here. I'm like, I gotta find a copy of that. I'll go yeah. to the convenience store. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do they even have those anymore? I don't even... I don't think so. All I can think of now is Seafood City. Yeah. That's about it. That's a, just go Seafood City. Yeah, because they... Around here in Orange, um, there were a couple of stores like that where mm-hmm. you could just go and get that videotape. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so I... Even before the Filipino channel was around, I was exposed to much of Filipino cinema. The same. Yeah. yeah. And I just miss like the over the top action because some of it was just stupid. Yeah. No. <laughs> Everyone had like a, a fucking Armalite with a grenade launcher yeah. on it for some reason. <laughs> it's like, God, that was like the default gun. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, but yeah, that also does explain, I think, now that you've put the pieces together, it does mm-hmm. kind of explain why we're both into tokusatsu. Oh, for sure. None of that makes sense if you really analyze it no <laughs> like no like at all it no. doesn't and yet it does it's yes. weird it's um, it's a weird like i i think that's why like i really drifted toward just the the original japanese version yeah. and away from the american one there's something because it's so closely tied to their culture yeah. like everything comes together it's something that we just can't nail yeah I, no, I don't agreed. know what it is. It's it's weird because I think it's a combination of like so many factors. And like it's an understanding that in Japan, when you watch like a Sentai show or whatever, it's like they don't like sometimes when I think like that, like in, with American superhero stuff, it's like some people get too caught up in the minutia uh-huh. and the, the ground elements. The ground God, that's elements. every nerd at Comic Con. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> How many spikes are the end of Batman's cape? You have to make sure that's like an official number. That's canon, guys. It's canon, yeah. You know, um, where you know, or like power level sets. You yeah, know, like that's important. Like, what specific powers do these people have? Yeah. Whereas in like Tokusatsu, a person can have a crazy energy ball of coming out of their sword, and you're like, okay, they just got angry in their emotion, yeah, their power or something, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sure, that worked. I'll go with it. That's fine. It's like, is that lunch? We just got to get the shot and get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's probably part of it. Just... Yeah, exactly. Whenever you're watching an anime or uh-huh. whatever, it's like, or play a video game, like a Final Fantasy game, that's the, that's one of the fun parts about that stuff. It's mm-hmm. like, who, f- fuck power sets. Just it looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Exactly. Good. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's why in the last couple of years I've gotten... Um, so much more into like Japanese storytelling like oh, yeah. through like anime and their movies and tokusatsu like mm-hmm. just because it's so again back to what we were talking about earlier so different than what we're used to yeah and the Japanese have this very interesting take on like superheroes mm-hmm. um, like My Hero Academia for instance yeah like, like when they talk about oh, so like for example for here power sets are like he's got super strength and, it's in, and it works like this right and like he's got telekinesis works like super speed mm-hmm. over there it's like 
in that show specifically, it's yeah. like a kid came up with the powers. It's like, uh, this guy shoots tape out of his elbows, yeah. <laughs> and this guy makes like sticky balls and stuff. This is a like a hawk guy, <laughs> but also not just a hawk guy. <laughs> He's also like a shadow hawk guy that's separate from him, but also he's a hawk guy. And it works. And it works. It works in the show. No, totally. It's When I heard that, I don't want to go too much into this, but when I heard that they're doing an American, America is going to try an adaptation. Yeah, yeah, I heard that my, too. My brain's like, I don't, it's so, it's so Japanese. Yeah. The only one that makes some sort of sense is All Might. Yeah. But outside of that, it's like, what, you're going to try to get, you're going to go with the guy with the steam coming out of his calves? <laughs> you're going to commit to that? You better. This guy, this guy shoots explosions out of his fingers. It's like, okay, like what? D- yeah. You're, you're going to have to explain that to an American like mind who's used to American superheroes. Right. There's a, there's a guy, hear me out. There's a girl with like a weird things coming out of her ears, and then she connects those <laughs> to other things. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? You know? And and it looks like the plugs on your headphones, but she can like plug it into like anything. Anything, and yeah. so that's a power. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what? Get out of my office. You know? <laughs> I'll see myself out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't pitch that here. It's um like when I was talking about um oh, well, since I just finished Tokyujur not too mm-hmm. long ago. Tokyujur and uh, yes. what was the common writer series at the time? Uh it was like the fruit armor. Gaim. Gaim. So yeah, I was just like, God, that creative department was fucking fearless that year. <laughs> like, they're just like, what are the themes going to be this year? Trains and fruit. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> is Toshi okay? Is, that, is, is the divorce tough on him? I <laughs> yeah, no, there's a... My, th- my favorite thing... Just fucking fearless over there. With Guy, my favorite thing is... Uh, my my friend has a great joke about Guy. It's like, it's, about, it's like the head writer, right? The head writer, his mm-hmm. name is uh, uh, Genu Roboshi. Uh-huh. And he pointed out the fact, like, you know, like, oh, I've always, always dreamed of writing common writer. Yeah. And so I, so my friend has a joke. He's like, all right, he's at the, he's at the Toei Bandai office. He's like, hey, I'm really excited. You're gonna do our common writer show this year. He's like, I can't wait. I've been dreaming of writing common writer forever. I can't. Okay. So the show's theme this year is fruit based nights. What? Excuse me. So yeah, you're, you're hear me out. Your the main guy is an orange. Because we've tested, this is actually fact, we've tested that the children's favorite fruit is an orange. And so, uh, you know, my buddy's joke with the writer's like, yeah, all right, fuck it. I got it. I can do that. All right, great. So the next writer is a banana night. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Keep. No, I don't fucking give a shit. Keep going. Yeah, what go. else you got? Let's go, motherfucker. Okay. Come on. I don't. Why, okay. Um. So the other I don't one. Understand why you're getting so angry? But okay. Yeah. But okay. It's the other one is a grape writer. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Keep it coming. No, I got ideas. No, I got, for that. no, no. no. Oh, oh, you think I'm scared? <laughs> you think I'm it's, scared? It's like I the, got this. <laughs> it's like the whole show is a dare. And he said, and, "Like, watch me, motherfucker." Oh, did you? Have you seen it? Uh, uh, I've seen like clips of it. Okay, I've seen like all Here, the transformation. Because here's the thing: I'm like, what? Here's the thing: if you get around to it, uh, he fucking owns up to the dare, and he actually found a way to make it thematic. What? And I'm what? like, <laughs> like he actually found a way. Yeah, he literally took that and went, "Oh, oh, I see how it is." Well, fuck you. I'll make this show work. It's like, watch me. Watch D- me. Doubt me. I dare you. Okay. Let's go. Okay. And then a year later, it's like, wow, this is one of the most dramatically interesting copyright shows <laughs> that's ever made. 
Like, no, like you found a way to make make this thematic and you've actually included Norse mythology in here. Wait, whoa, okay. And like, wait, like you're actually using Adam and Eve parables to explain the fruit element <laughs> okay. to a certain degree? Well, and- last time you were here, you sold me on Tokyo. I think you just sold me on <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you finished Tokyo, though. Did you Wow, cry? that was, yes! Yes, Jesus Christ! You're heartless if you didn't. Oh my God, like, well, okay... So, for folks listening at home, like, uh, Super Sentai is what Power Rangers is adapted from. Yeah. Tokyo, unfortunately, did not get an American adaptation. Right. And I see why. On the yeah. surface, it looks silly as fuck. The yeah. costumes are kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, and again, the train, the, the theme is trains. Trains. Yeah. Um, but it ends up having probably one of the most likable casts and, like, one of the biggest twists. Yeah. That are ju- that's just heart wrenching. Yeah, um, yeah. I, You know what? Spoiler <laughs> alert. We'll fucking talk about it. Um, no, because uh, it's been frustrating. Because I only got to talk to you about it for like that few minutes at that last party. Right, right, right. Uh, but oh my god, I I was I think I texted you when yeah. it was going yeah, 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 when yeah, it's going down. That was great because you were texting me, <laughs> and I was like I was loving like the live feeds of like how you're feeling. I went, yeah, yeah, keep going. <laughs> But you got to the end, yeah. Oh, but yeah. So for some reason, uh, the basic premise is these um, this team of rangers. Mm-hmm. They all kind of wake up on this train. They don't know why they're there, why they have these powers, but yeah. like they're trying to get back to their hometown. Yeah. And a bunch of towns have been taken over by the the evil and evil forts in this series. Yeah. And what's cool is they go from town to town mm-hmm. to free each. Each town. city, yeah, yeah. Each town. and I'm yeah. like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, and they're they're slowly getting back their memory and kind of remembering their relationship to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get to what well, one, they do find out where their town is and what what the hell happened. But they also find out mm-hmm. that they're they're still children. Yeah, but even though they look like teenagers, yeah, they were aged. Yeah, for be- whatever reason, we're like, what? Yeah, and so. Once they realize that, it's uh-huh. not just, oh, we're flashing back to 10 years ago. No. No, no. This was like a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> that, I remember when I found that out, I was like, I'm sorry, what? It's like, hold on, I thought this was, because the show is very cutesy. Yeah. Very, it, it's almost like the Sesame Street of Power Rangers. Yeah, almost. It yeah, is. because yeah, yeah, yeah. like their yeah, they're, they're, um, they're Zordon mm-hmm. is a guy named Conductor. Yeah. L- little on the nose there. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then there's a, <laughs> who has like a, a, a a talking puppet named Ticket. Named Jesus. And the, don't forget their sexy robot. Yeah, there's a sexy <laughs> robot on the show for some reason. Look, actually, David Boyd's in the booth, and look at his face is like, "What? Don't are you, can, you're not what are you fucking me. nerds watching? It's all right. It's Japan. <laughs> It'll make sense if you watch it. Um, but her name is Wagon. Yeah, and she serves them food. Yeah. So. <laughs> And she's like, you know, awkwardly sexy. And then I'm like, this is a kid show, right? Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's it'd be like Sesame Street, but except for that part. For but that anyway, part, yeah. but yeah, like you said, you mm-hmm. were saying, like when you got to that twist, yeah, it's just like, hold it. And it kind of when you look back to the show and you're like, God, it explains how they're acting. Yeah, exactly. And you're just like, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> And then I remember even thinking when I got to that twist, I was like, normally I would, you kind of, if you watch enough of these Sentai, you have an idea of like, all right, this is how the show will end and the formula and how you're going to. Yeah, there's so many tropes in this and it's like, you you can kind of see what's going to happen. Exactly. And then they did this and I was like, okay, I literally have no idea how you're finishing the show. Yeah. I I don't know how this is going to work. Like, wow, this got 
kind of dark because a conductor even has a scene where he's oh, I like love that scene yeah, yeah. he's just like isn't kind of messed up that like they're not gonna have a childhood if they go through with this and... yeah because they want to be they're doing yeah, we want to do the right thing so we'll we'll go ahead but yeah you're yeah right. conductor... uh, so i think it's like if they'll they can save their town but they have to sacrifice yeah going back to their lives yeah like because they just i mean then what parents gonna believe like Oh hey, I'm your ten year old kid, even though I look twenty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, the villain Zet might yeah. be one of my favorite villains in Sentai because he's not um your typical. He's not you're like your Rita, like your Lord Zed. He's not yeah. trying to take over. He's like, I don't even really want to do what you guys have planned. Yeah. yeah, he's very complex. Yeah, like he's got his own agenda, and it's selfish. Because mm-hmm. he's willing to do some really dark things to get his answers, but he's also like so drawn to what he is not supposed to be doing. Yes, that yeah, like you have all these like, people who are like, you have to do this, and like you said, it's like yeah, but I don't want to, but I want to do my own thing, and his yeah. own thing is still really dark and and evil, but it makes it interesting, mm-hmm. and so you get to that end. Well, it, it's great. What he wants hurts him. Yeah, actually, like yeah. The, they're trying to cover every city in darkness. Yeah. Because so, he can't yeah. take the dark, you know, but right. he's so fascinated by the bright and yeah. the shine that he's like, cool, I like that, but I know it kills me, but I don't care. And like, he will do things just to try to get that accomplishment. And yeah. like, when you get to that last episode, like, wow, that big final fight is yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, and uh, their, their Red Ranger, his name is Wright. <laughs> Again, this whole, sh- I know, folks, it sounds. Like well, that's that, like, that's but the thing. The show starts off as like, "Oh, kitty, it's fun. I get it." Exactly, super kitty. You're yeah. not like so. When this twist hits you, like yeah. you feel it. I was just like, Wait, "What?" Yeah. And then the Christmas episode happens, and yeah. I think that's when it, <laughs> like, I'm just like, "Justin, like, what the fuck? <laughs> what am I watching, bro? I can't handle this." <laughs> oh my god! And no, when you get to that last scene in the episode, the last episode, I mm-hmm. remember because you think it's going to go another way, and it's, you think it's even going to go sad. You're like, "Oh no, that's terrible!" Yeah. And then you, you know you get the final confirmation that you know of what happens. But I, I was kind of like tearing up when, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> um. This and is then, really this is a big bummer. You yeah, know? <laughs> and they also have like one of my favorite sixth rangers. Yes, as same. well. It, it's just it's a it's such a again it's kind of poking fun at those over dramatic tropes. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's why I liked him. But his story is actually like like you're just like oh yeah no it's, it's kid logic yeah but the, then the funny part is that. Even though his logic is like, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. You're yeah. not that evil. But then he starts doing, he has to start doing stuff that is dramatically mm-hmm. kind of challenging for him. Mm-hmm. That all of a sudden it's, he, it's a funny thing is the character comes off as like, like, oh, I get it. You're trying to be a weird subversion of, of the sixth stranger. Mm-hmm. Then the realization is, oh, he's their guardian. He's like yeah. their older brother mm-hmm. who's making sure the kids are fine. And once you see him in that fashion, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So that's the fact that, that he will always be that way for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially you know, up till the end for, you know, for, for as long as he, they need mm-hmm. him, you know? Yeah. And it's funny uh, that his, the thing he feels most guilty about, you think like, oh, he was a soldier in the, cause yeah. he used to work for the, the enemy side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You think like, oh, he was a soldier. Maybe he, he took over some of the cities or something. It's like, no, he just made it rain on a lot of people's picnics. <laughs> he's like, he's really hurt by that. Yeah, he's, he's like, just like, man, I ruined all those people's days. And I'm like, oh, I love I, this guy. Even, <laughs> the, even the Red Ranger is like, I mean, that's not that big of a deal. They just yeah. kind of had to go inside for a There, there was a lot of that with the characters. They're like, wait, that's not a big of a deal. And then they get cut off. <laughs> or um, there's the running joke with like... Um, the Red Ranger trying to steal the puppet because, like, yeah. he's convinced that Ticket is just a puppet. Right, right. <laughs> then you, well, there is that, it's very confusing. There is that one scene you see mm-hmm. 
conductor take it off and just oh yeah put it down and it, it it doesn't move yeah no you that's that's like one of the, i remember that scene being like that's a little weird are what happened here right? yeah and to the point even the other guys were like hey i'm just gonna ignore that and pretend you didn't do that to ticket because what is to you know what forget yeah. it you know no, i don't it, i'm cool you know <laughs> um did you watch the the 10 year after special yes okay that one's good too. Yeah, it's a good so epilogue. He, yeah, so um, and then that's another thing that the, the American fans don't get. I don't. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. think they get. Is like mm-hmm. they, there's all these extra outside episodes and like theatrical re- releases that come out every year. We don't get that here for yeah. the Power Rangers adaptation, and I get it. It's I don't know what the situation with that is. It's mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a legal reason, but you know, that's the thing. When it, the thing I love so much about, as you can see, us talking about. And I'm, you know, I'm sure the audience is like, the fuck are they talking about for the last 20 minutes? Sorry. But. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, My whatever. show. Fuck whatever. you guys. That's true. But keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like um, the thing that, that, that Sentai took aside to I like so much mm. is that it's, it remembers the audience. Mm-hmm. It remembers that it's, it's predominantly a children's show. And the thing I kind of get a little annoyed with American superhero audiences nowadays is that they want their superheroes to grow up with them. Yeah. And. I have. I'm like. There's a place for that. There's there. Are, there are characters and stories that have yeah. that room for that. I, I'm not against that. Mm-hmm. But it's like they want everyone to get to their level of of, of maturity. And right. I'm like, but how about? Don't you remember you were a kid and yeah. that's how you got into these characters? Mm-hmm. Why can't you give them something? Exactly. Like whenever they do something that's for them, they immediately poo poo it and go, oh, this kitty crap. Yeah. To which one? It's always been kitty crap. Yeah. And. In Japan, it's like I'm sorry, guys. Transformers isn't as good as you remember. It's kind of <laughs> awful. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, no, like a uh, great example of that is like people really complaining about that new Thundercats cartoon. Oh yeah, and I'm like, did you do you do realize the old show is terrible? Terrible. Right? Yeah. Well, we want a serious Thundercats cartoon. Well, they, they made one. They did that, and, and it, it was really good. It was really good, and you didn't watch it. Yeah. Oh no, it's no, nah, no, but it's not like the one I remember as a kid. You're fooling yourself. Exactly. And you don't know, you literally don't know what this was good, what was good about this. Because mm-hmm. the reality is probably not much. So, like, with Power Rangers, they never, with Sentai and Kamen Rider and Ultraman, they never forgot it's for mm-hmm. kids. But it's like they also know that they don't have to talk down to the audience. Yeah, that's what I really appreciate about this show. Like, it handles pretty mature themes sometimes. Yeah. There are, like, multiple series where, like, one of the Rangers dies. And yeah. they have to they have to confront that. Yeah. No, exactly. And, like, it's sort of, like, you know, it's interesting that, like, everyone, you know, like, I do, the one of the, the live stream I do for Hashtag Show mm-hmm. is talking about the current Kamen Rider Shout show. Shout out to that Hashtag Show. Uh, it's, yeah, now my show, my weekly, the show that I'm on is called Henshin Hangout, and we talk about the current Kamen Rider, the current, mm-hmm. current uh, uh, Super Sentai. And, you know, the show is still, you know, Kamen Rider show we watched was called Kamen Rider Build, and I kept saying the show is for kids. The show is for kids. But the audience can be, no, it's not. People die on this show. Yeah, but it's still for kids. Yeah, but their their kids mature a lot <laughs> faster. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, because a guy turns into like a flaming robot and you're telling me this is not for kids? Yeah. <laughs> with, a, with a belt that won't shut up? I mean, no, this is a kid's show because they want them to buy their toys. Exactly. It's just... Like you said, like they, they, the kids are like, I understand death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, the, another thing I wanted to get to with Tokyo is that they won an award because right. yeah, yeah, at yeah. the end of the, that's the thing. Um, I, I don't think the American show does it either, mm-hmm. but, um, a lot of times the, the Sentai, they'll use the end credits to do something. So yeah. Kyo Yuju, they, they taught the kids dances and yeah. they eventually had these really cute videos of like 
people doing the dances. Tokyuger was awesome because uh, the train system's huge in Japan. Like mm-hmm. everyone has to use it. Yeah. At the end, during the end credits, they teach the kids about like this is this train, this is where it goes, this is when it runs, and down the road, like you find out like they won an award from Japan's like metro system for teaching kids <laughs> how to use the train system. Yeah, that's awesome. That's amazing. What has Power Rangers done? No, nothing, nothing like that. Nothing like that. <laughs> You know what they taught them? That Bulk and Skull are idiots. <laughs> but like... They actually helped the community in the real world. Yeah, how about that? It's Power like, Rangers? Yeah, these kids are never going to get lost <laughs> yeah. because of Power Rangers. <laughs> what have you done, American Power Rangers? Yeah, exactly. Nothing. Yeah. Except for, I guess, reminding kids not to freaking litter, I guess. Yeah. You know? Oh, you got Tommy again? Great. Right. Like, I haven't seen that before. Well, I made another, and maybe this is me overthinking it, but, like, I made another realization that, like, because Japan is kind of a country dealing with, uh, dealing with, like, it's, it's Japan's country that feels like it deals with a lot of, like, like, traumatic events. Okay. You know, it's and, like. Well, yeah. You know, obviously, yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be, you know, and, like, specifically even, like, kind of, like, natural disasters, right? Mm-hmm. I remember, I just saw footage, I remember, remember that there was a terrible, like, typhoon that happened, mm-hmm. or, or hurricane happened, it's just, like buildings are like falling down and cars are flying off the road and i think and yeah, maybe i'm overthinking it but there's a part of me that's sitting there going like maybe that's why all the destruction in the sentai shows oh and it's like because i remember like someone's like oh but is that like it's unrealistic because like the next day these buildings are fine yeah because i could picture an american audience being like that's a little insensitive we just lost all these buildings yeah. and you're showing this show with all this stuff and like but if you think about it in japan mm-hmm. they it's almost like they kind of know that kids have to to sadly get used to that kind of climate right and because that could happen anytime yeah exactly it, it could even be annually mm-hmm. you know and so like the idea that they're watching these shows they're seeing the super sentai or common rider fight these guys and a building falls down but the next week it's fine it's almost training them to go it's gonna be okay yeah we'll figure it, it out it may not even be a conscious decision yeah. it's just like no it comes out in their writings like yeah. yeah this is how you're supposed to be yeah yeah that maybe that's it yeah you're, you're probably you're probably right it's yeah. probably not a conscious decision but i feel like that's maybe what another lesson they may not they're probably learning yeah is like well, natural disasters can happen but we have people to help mm-hmm. and to stop it yeah and to maintain order once it's done yeah and uh i mean those shows every super sentai they do not miss deadline there's nope. four think of how many weeks are in there 52 right yeah there's consistently 48 to 50 episodes yeah. of super sentai every year yeah. exactly <laughs> so there's no breaks if something happens like no just, you gotta deal with this yeah. like bad stuff's gonna happen here yeah <laughs> keep going <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man but mm. god that's an interesting point yeah and, and again it goes back to all these cultural touches that Super Sentai has that right. I feel like doesn't translate to this sh- the version we get here. No, we can, what we get is like the aesthetics. Yeah, at minimum, we get the aesthetics, and then after that, they'll just do their own thing. Yeah, the aesthetics oh, bug the crap out of me, especially with um, Super Mega Force, oh, which is the dumbest title ever. Sorry if that's your favorite. Well, I'm not sorry. Who are you if that's your favorite? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, because they didn't even address, like, why do we look like pirates? It's my favorite. One of my favorite Sentai shows is Go. That's probably my favorite one, too. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that that one has turned into a power-up. Yeah, it wasn't their actual costume, right? Yeah. It's like, it's a power-up. It doesn't make any what sense. The fuck? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They never, and that drove me nuts. It's like, say you're pirates. Yeah, or just say, like, oh, these suits came from a pirate, pirate clan planet, or something. Some fucking shit like yeah, that. Yeah, give me something. Yeah, try. 
Whereas the <laughs> Japanese one, um, again, why I think I fell for it so much is again they'll mess with the dynamic. Yeah. Every season, um, yeah, that season they were just all pirates. Yeah. They were actually like, no, it's like we're not here to save it. We're just looking for this treasure. Yeah. Because we're space pirates. Yeah. Arr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The guy's name is Captain Marvelous. <laughs> like, I still believe he he gave himself that name. Of course he did. <laughs> like who names himself that? And, <laughs> Like a, a, a dude who's got a lot to prove. That's yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I I love that. And then um, I started watching Nin Ninja, which I'll mm-hmm. admit is I'm not getting a good vibe. From, I'm very early into it. Mm-hmm. But even that dynamic's different because it, oh, it's a family. It's family. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Magic Ranger did that too. Yeah, Magic Ranger. They were like they were like cousins and shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. still, like I don't think I've ever seen that here. It's always yeah teenagers with attitude. Bunch of friends who met each other here. Or, um, what's it Dino Force. It's like, oh, it's very much like, oh, I saw this when I was a kid. Why is it exactly yeah. the same? We didn't do anything different. It's like they like the high school thing so much, but it gets to that point where how many times are going to get a couple of teenagers yeah. to, to fight as Power Rangers? It's and like, then the, the times they did mess with it, they just kind of like didn't try it again. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, light speed rescue. Like, oh, we're rescue. Cool. Yeah. And then. And, and no, then back to back to teenagers with attitude. I started watching some Lightspeed again. I used mm-hmm. to not be into it when I was younger, but I kind of started trying it out again. And I'm like, hey, this is actually pretty good for what it is. And you're right. It's like, hey, look, we got a, we have a fireman, we have a paramedic, yeah, we have a stunt fly, we have a stunt guy. Yeah, that's have, that sounds like a great opportunity. Yeah. yeah, and like a bunch of people from different walks of life mm-hmm. gets to be like, you know, gets chosen in that kind of A team style, mm-hmm. d- dirty dozen fashion right. or whatever. Like and like they become Power Rangers. I'm like, yeah, that's a fun show. Mm-hmm. And then you get teenagers in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it, it confused me in um, Power Rangers in space. Yeah. I'm like, how are they balancing going to space? Because there was a there's a chunk of the show where they're still in high school, but they're traveling in space. I'm like, how do they even manage that? Time? The, the hilarious part is that the Sentai show they were only high schoolers. Oh my god, that's uh, Mega Ranger. Mega Ranger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the fucking irony. So they the, they finally got teenagers with attitude in Japan. Yeah, they gave that one to the Americas, and then they're like, um, no, they're just in space. <laughs> Like what? We gave you. We literally <laughs> wrote this for you. What are you guys doing? That's a, you heard about the Zoo Two footage? Zoo Two? You heard of that? No. Okay, so like, it's oh uh, they uh, when they when the first MMPR Power Rangers came around, mm-hmm. they ran out of footage from the old show. Okay. So they basically contacted Toei. It's like, hey, we need more footage of just that costume. Oh, okay. So could you guys come up with scenarios and sit monsters doesn't have mm-hmm. to you need no dialogue. Don't write don't even make dialogue. We just need new monsters for them to fight. Okay. So Japan was like, Yeah, sure, we'll do that. Yeah. So they, they 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 just busted out some quick monsters, got those old suits again. Oh, that explains a lot. Yeah, yeah. 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 But okay. There's the famous one that I will this again, that's Japan literally laying out a story for them. Mm-hmm. Um and so it's like, okay, we have a pumpkin monster. Okay. And, oh, you know what? We have Halloween, too. So let's just give them a Halloween episode. So yeah. we have a pumpkin monster, and it's going to be spooky, mm-hmm. like Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that'll be fun. We got a jack-o'-lantern thing going on. Here you go, Saban, Power Rangers. Do your Halloween episode. It's not a Halloween episode. There's a game show called Trick or Treat. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not even a Halloween episode. And the pumpkin wrapped? 
I'm going to have to look. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it's literally like there's a brain malfunction in the writer's room. Yeah. It's like, no, oh, it's right there. It's a yeah. jack-o'-lantern monster yeah. on Halloween. That's the fucking episode. Instead, you turn into a game show that's Halloween-themed and then the pumpkin wrapped? Even the fruit, even the guy who wrote Kamen Rider, the fruit guy is like, what? What happened? Are you guy? serious? <laughs> It's like, yeah, I yeah, my shit's crazy, but we, you we even laid try? it out. We laid it out for you. What the? I don't get what was going on. Um, and then, but yeah, but I mean, back to like dynamics. Like you mm-hmm. don't see amnesiacs on a train, no, or no. Um, special agents with like digital quirks or yeah. um, like weaknesses or um, God, what was it? Um, Kyo- okay, I actually did this too. Um, Kyojuju was interesting too because mm-hmm. they tried to keep their identity secret at first. Yeah, they don't even know each other. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that was oh god, I tried. I finished Kyojuju, mm-hmm. loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Absolutely my, loved it. That was my first. That was your first one. one. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Loved it. That's yeah. Dino Force here. Yeah, I tried watching Dino Force. Wow, it's bad. It's here's the sad part. <laughs> I got through like three episodes. I'm like, I can't fucking do this. Here's the sad part. In comparison, mm-hmm. Dino Charge is sadly the best one. In the last five years. No. Yeah. Wow. That's like probably one of the better casts too. Oh, Yeah, wow. I know, I know. Here's the thing. Like, I say that with caveats, because mm-hmm. if you compare it to the other ones, it's hot fire garbage. Oh, wow. But yeah, Dino Charge sadly has probably one of the better cast, and that's not saying... Like, outside of Power Rangers, oh, that's still pretty... They're still not that great, despite how nice a lot of them are, because mm-hmm. I've, I've met a couple I of them. I bet they're... It's not their fault. Yeah. It's just the well, creative... The writers behind it, the producer, like, what are you the, guys doing? The biggest lesson about this is that it's never the Power Rangers actors' fault. Yeah. They all just, like, we're just trying to work. Some of them, it's even their first jobs. Yeah, no, they're super... Uh, I mean, that's... Um, what they're famous for. They just get these really inexperienced actors yep, who are brand- yep. b- basically fresh faces yep. and they try and use that. Yeah. And it's always been, let's keep the production cost down because yep. we're using this footage from We're other- using non-union actors. Yeah. That's why a lot of them are mostly like martial artists or gymnasts yeah. Yeah. Uh, who look very pretty. Mm-hmm. Very few real actors. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, funny enough, the most famous one out of Dino Charge is Yoshi Sadarso. Yoshi Sadarso. He was is blue. He, the blue. he was Koda. Yeah. And like, Which oh god, that was such a huge letdown because in the original show, the blue guy yeah, is yeah. one of the more complex characters. He's older. Oh, he's gotta he's yeah. gotta take care of like his sister and his niece, and yeah. it's this really complex thing. And it's like his sister hates the Power Rangers, and it's like <laughs> oh man, no, no. But uh, in the American one, like I it's just dumb caveman. Yeah, I remember hearing they went a caveman. Like what? Where did that come from? Like wh- what happened? I'm like what happens between yeah. I'd love to be a fly on the wall in that writer's room. Yeah. Like when they, I guess they just watch the footage or yeah. a little bit of it. They watch the sh- No, they have to watch the show. Oh, Clearly. They have to watch the show from beginning to end to see what they can use and can't use. Yeah. They have to do that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, uh, like, yeah, you just can't go like, all right, we're just going to fight. Oh, see, only the fight scenes. Like, no, you have to see. I imagine they have to watch every episode and then take notes going, you okay, hope. use this, use this, use this, use this. Well, no, they have to because that's for budgetary reasons. Oh, uh, I see. Part I see. of the reason that Power Rangers is such a lower budget show too is that they're just using footage. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it was It was funny because this was the first time like, oh, I remember that scene. Right. Like yeah, I, could, yeah. <laughs> I could spot all the footage. I was like, oh, I know when the, what the, I know what was going on there. I know. That's like, that was neat to me because I finished Courage first, right? Mm-hmm. So when I see, when I got to see Dino Charge, I'm like, 
I've never done this before. Yeah. I'm, it is kind of interesting if yeah. you've been a longtime Power Ranger fan. Yeah, it's like, oh, you used a monster like that? That's weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's how you use that footage? Yeah. I started watching um, Jude Ranger. Yeah. And it, it's kind of the same thing. I'm just like, but it's backwards. It's like, oh, this is what was going on? And like, oh, that's what that footage actually was? Here's a great like kind of tester I did. So mm-hmm. my nephew, uh, who's uh, eight years old, right? Mm-hmm. And he's seen power rangers he likes samurai he likes he you know eight year old he's allowed to like mega force that's fine um and he's seen the original power ranger show okay and so he i was babysitting him and you know at a certain point he was like oh can we watch something oh sure anything (laughs) (laughs) again my brother again doing his job much like me there you go my brother showed him seven samurai Whoa. And he loved it. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. He loved it. So, first off, awesome. Second off, oh, you can read subtitles then. <laughs> <laughs> so, I busted out Zero Danger, and I'm like, do you want to try this out for mm-hmm. really a couple episodes? He's like, oh, oh sure. yeah. Sorry, folks listening, Zero Danger is what the original Mighty Morphin is based off. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's like, yeah, I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. So, I popped in the first DVD, mm-hmm. and then we get to the first episode. And all of a sudden, like at first, he was kind of half paying attention to it, and mm-hmm. then like about two, three minutes in, he starts really paying attention to it. <laughs> and a couple times, he like see like a really cool visual effect, and he's like, "That was a cool effect," mm-hmm. like like shaking in his voice. He's like, mm-hmm. "That was actually kind of cool." <laughs> and like, there's this great scene in the first episode where like the Jew Rangers are like on a beach, and then the putties start yeah. coming out, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're puppets, and then they turn into the putties, yeah, a little claymation type thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, a uh, because fucking why not? A television comes out of the ocean. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then Bandora, who's Rita Repulsa Here, to yeah. us, she comes out of the television and shoots them with her wand. Yeah. And me and my nephew's like, whoa, that was really and that folks, was really cool. <laughs> folks, listen, that sounds bonkers, but like Justin didn't exaggerate that. That's exactly That's, what happens. No, I didn't. I didn't make any. I didn't embellish. That's literally point for point that, you're just like what what <laughs> and then when he saw like you know the red ranger come in to play mm-hmm. and be all heroic and he's like oh that's really wow okay and so yeah. you know, he got to the whole ep and the and the, and the morph and and etc and you know the episode ended and i'm like you want to you want another one yeah <laughs> <laughs> he did three that's awesome. That day and he was really like yeah i don't think i asked him, do you want to take do you want to borrow it home he's like oh no i'm good but okay that's fine <laughs> like he didn't get like enraptured yeah but he didn't like oh i want to see all of them but he was totally like weirdly i think he was appreciating it mm-hmm. and kind of noticing like this is cool yeah like i like there's no cynical bone in his mm-hmm. body about like oh it looks cheesy it looks lame he just watched three episodes of yeah 90s sentai and went this is cool yeah. <laughs> and another thing over there and uh with super sentai it's it's been around so much longer so it's there's more cultural penetration yeah over there to the fact to the point where um well, i would say like the actors there probably have more success in the entertainment industry than the ones do here yeah uh and then um but anyway it, it's like an institution there yeah it really feels like an instant like like i was making the sesame street analogy and i'm like that's probably what it is over there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah they teach kids to like defend yourself and, yeah like, fight do the right thing you know, don't just sit around. A lot of there's a lot of episodes you're watching, and especially if there's a kid involved in the storyline, and you're like, oh, "This is the lesson episode." Yeah, <laughs> totally is. I'm like, "All right, here we go." What are, what are they gonna teach this kid? Oh, don't, don't, 
Don't be lazy. Yeah. Do your work. Yeah. <laughs> There's one of the lyrics in the Tokyo theme song is mm. literally "Don't be lazy." That's true. <laughs> you just hear Japanese, and all of a sudden, "Don't be late." You're like, "What?" <laughs> it's like, "God damn." Um, and then the the latest one um, is just it's turned everything upside down again. I hope this gets adapted here, even though mm. they're doing uh, "Go Buster." Yeah, is the next one. Yeah. Um, which again, okay, I'm gonna go a couple of tangents here. But Go Buster was like, oh, we should have gotten that one right away. That's tailor made for the American audience. No, no, it's uh, Go Busters, which is what we're getting, which is turning into Beast Morphers yes. next year. Yeah. Like, I'm watching the show, and first, I'm loving the show. I think the show is actually going to become one of my favorite Sentai's. Yeah, but like, I'm watching and went, wow, this is so made with a Western mind. Yeah. This was so made for a Western Absolutely. They, they were intentionally thinking of a Western audience in this one. Again, it's so they're, weird. they're like, oh, you know, we're going to gift this, gift wrap this one for yeah. them. This is for you. They literally say it's morphing time. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, no, nah, we're not going to use it. We're, we're going to make the pirate one a power up. What? No, what happened, I found out, was that it was actually Bandai America uh-huh. uh, told, him, told Saban to skip it. Oh, <sighs> He's like, what happens? Like, oh, apparently it didn't do that great in Japan. And mm-hmm. that's actually true. It, it did okay in Japan mm-hmm. and it didn't sell that many. So, like, it didn't sell a lot. You want to sell se- toys. Which, yeah, 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 sell toys. Okay. It didn't sell yeah, a lot yeah. of toys. So, it's like, you want to sell toys? Yeah. Do the dinosaur show one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they're all right, we'll skip it. And that's the first time they skipped it. <sighs> and then this is the first time they ever went back and went, okay, we're going to actually use that one now. Well, yeah, because, I mean, they're secret agents. Oh, my favorite thing is in the first, right off in the first episode, normally the trope is like um, the bad guys show up and yeah. they just, just dive in and start fighting hand to hand and all the martial arts. No, the first episode in this one, two of the Rangers just shoot everyone first. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get, in the, they get, they walk over to everyone. They're like, clear. <laughs> I, I, I was I, just like, wait, they could always do that? <laughs> I just got to the episode. Uh, where uh, the Red Ranger's robot uh-huh. uh, is uh, combining with the like lion robot, mm-hmm. and at first I'm like, that's pretty cool. I've seen that. Yeah. Oh, and then it got better because it's not. Oh, he's riding a lion. Sure, I've seen that. That's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-mm. Then the lion turns into a bike, <laughs> and then I went. Now it's amazing. <laughs> How big are these streets? Yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Where's about the us. road? Don't worry about it. it. A giant robot is riding a giant motorcycle. Everything's fine. It's every yo. It's fucking bananas, <laughs> and I love it. You know? And what's crazy is bananas as that is. This is the most like down to earth, hilarious yeah. <laughs> ever. Like normally, it's like oh, we jump in the robots and we just know what to do. It's like no, this one they you sh- they show them like practicing yeah. how to combine. They had They're like hard- oh, it didn't work. It didn't. <laughs> they actually had a hard time with it. Yeah. Um, I love the villains enter and escape. Yeah, I love them. I think they're great. Mm-hmm. Um, I <laughs> I keep making jokes about Escape, though, not to her expense. But I was mm-hmm. like, the the jokes, like I remember Escape would be like, I don't know what it is about every opponent, but every guy wants them to wants me to step on them. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I just want to fight, but yeah. every dude's like, step on me. But no, that's <laughs> why. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I want to fight because she's like the very sexy character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like also she says like Papa. Yeah, like to explain her creator, mm-hmm. um, which I'm like, that should be Daddy, first of all. Yeah, <laughs> like Cheryl Blossom in River in Riverdale, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, exactly. They just again, they again, they mess with the dynamic and the formula. Again. Yeah, like the the giant robot 
the giant, excuse me, the giant mm-hmm. monster shows up almost a, at the same time as, as a, a separate entity from the monster of fighting on the ground. Yeah, that's what I thought was super cool. Yeah, it's like normally it's like oh they we defeat the monster. Never mind, the monster's back. back. Okay, toy commercial. All yeah, right. yeah. Here it's like it's a cool thing where it's like there's a countdown mm-hmm. because they know they have a countdown for when the monster, the giant monster, is going to show up. Mm-hmm. And yet they still have to take care of the of the ground monster. So sometimes yeah. you get these really great shots of like in the background you see a giant robot fight, but mm-hmm. in the foreground you'll see the other two rangers taking on the monster they were fighting yeah. earlier. And then there's a well, they, they this is one of the shows where they, they start with three. Yeah. So their numbers are already lower. Yeah. Uh, well, you've gotten far enough where the the gold and silver. Now, now we got yeah. like yeah, uh, Jin and and uh, Beat J. Yeah. Yeah, gold and silver showed up. Yeah, mm-hmm. so now it's like a proper five. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, that's again when I was watching, I'm like, well, this was tailor made for. Oh, they're not even wearing spandex. No, it's leather. Yeah, they have leather costumes. Yeah, and I'm like, this was tailor made for the American audience. It's really weird. Yeah, yeah it's really weird. And like they have like um, their weapons, even mm-hmm. they're like actually it's actual equipment that turns into like a sword and a blaster. Like, yeah, I was like. What, what, what are well, we doing? It, it's 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 weird. Yeah. I think once Hasbro took over, mm-hmm. I almost feel like Hasbro looked at like, all right, what are we going to do with Power Rangers? Yeah. And how because they Hasbro bought you know bought Power yeah. Rangers, so like now they're looking at Power Rangers as an investment. And I almost imagine them going like, hey, what have we not done? Even like, what's what have they not even done like show wise? And they looked at Go Busters and went, oh, we could sell this. Yeah. We can sell Go Busters. Uh-huh. You know, like so like Hasbro's really good at making like Nerf guns and like mask and helmets and like already so i could see them going like oh we can kill this yeah we can sell this easy oh this camera turns into a gun yeah we can do that we can do that we don't need their molds we'll make our own yeah you know they'll probably be more accurate that's the hilarious part (laughs) actually because hasbro does transformers Mm -hmm. oh wow we're back to transformers there we go yeah um and I know that Transformers is also in turn made with people in japan Mm -hmm. like imagining like some of the things that like say like the, some of the robots they can't in in the Japanese version of the robots like the knees can't move because hey it's a toy yeah but Hasbro if you've seen their Transformers they can do poseable robots yeah and transform into other things mm-hmm. so already anytime I'm watching GoBusters I'm seeing like any of the robots do something cool I'm like hey Hasbro they can I, do that you, you, you I'll buy it if you do it right. That's their guy. That's like, go ahead. We we can do that. I got we can that. do that. Yeah, we we got this. <laughs> exactly. Um, and before we end, I did want to like talk about the latest one, mm-hmm. which completely flips around everything. Yeah. Because yeah. now it's two teams of rangers fighting each other. Yeah. While trying to fight the the bad guys. Yeah. Which I stylistically, I love the way the bad guys look. Mm-hmm. It's like a big mafia. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. You know, it's a really good. I like the show a lot. Um, mm-hmm. it's called Lupin Lupin Ranger versus Pat Ranger, and it's like. Like thieves. patrol is what they're going for. Yeah, yeah. yeah thieves versus cops. Mm-hmm. And if you're a hardcore like anime fan, then like it's basically the Lupin the Third anime mm-hmm. as a Sentai. Yeah, and it's it's really good. It's a lot of fun. Um, the characters are great. The costumes are mm-hmm. are, are awesome. But it's a it's like really fun character dynamics that I've never seen in a Sentai. Show. Yeah, it's chaotic right off the bat. I might have to rewatch the first. I'm only like mm-hmm. five in, but I might have to rewatch it because there's like, yeah. holy crap, there's so much going on. And uh, it's again, they start three teams of three. So you, yeah. you get six Rangers right off the bat right. who are fighting each other. And then even the way they film the fight sequences are a little are, different. Yeah, it's a little yeah. different. Like there's different camera angles or like everything's like moving. One of the cool things about the show is that like normally, and you've watched enough Sentai to, to see this, is like secret identities are whatever. Mm-hmm. They don't care about secret identities. Yeah. Like, yeah, they don't really announce, hey, I'm a Red Ranger, but, like, they also don't, like, hide it. 
What's cool about Lupin, Lupin, Lupin Rangers versus Pat Rangers is that like the Lupin Rangers have to hide their identity or they're going to get arrested. Yeah. <laughs> so that actually means they have to do storylines in which they have to hide who they are. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen Sentai do that because they don't care. Yeah. But here it's a case of like, uh, crap, if I do, like they, they have to go, they have to go run away to, to transform. But the cops were like, no, no, stay with me. You'll be safer with me. And they're like, oh, okay. Or the <laughs> cops will show up to their, because the thieves run a restaurant. The yeah. cops will have lunch at the restaurant. And they're like, oh, oh shit, we just stole this thing. Yeah. Uh. And they have to hide shit. Yeah. They just forgot while the cops are there. And the cops are just like, how are you guys doing today? We're yeah. fine. <laughs> how are you? you know? I, I remember, yeah, I think I texted you when, when I saw the first episode of this one. I was just like, it's like a bunny robot and his name is Jim Carter. Like, what the yeah, hell is going on? <laughs> He scared the crap out of me when I first saw him because <laughs> he was like so big in the foreground. Like it's like it cuts to him and I'm like, what the hell's that? You're like, yo, whoa, the fuck are you? And then he had arms pop out and went, ah, stop. Yeah. <laughs> and his name is Jim Carter. Yeah. Jim- yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Like when you, they're speaking Japanese and you just hear the name Jim, you're like, it's what? like Jim Carter. What do you think? <laughs> and he's like a cutesy Alpha Five robot. Thing. Yeah, and yeah. he's not. I thought it was a bunny at first, but he's a Segway. He's a Segway. Which, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> I guess because small cops are on Segways. I don't know. I love Japanese logic sometimes because I'm yeah. like, I don't know how you got there, or I, I kind of see how you got there, but that's wild. like Jesus. Like yeah. they committed to it and put it <laughs> on screen. <laughs> like you can build a suit and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, God. but again, that's what I love. They just again it. Their creative department just seems fearless, right? Compared to what we do here, yeah. There's a lot um, of holding back. I feel like sometimes, yeah. You know, they're like, like I, they they overthink a lot of things. Like, oh, this might not hit with this. Other. It's like, like I watched the Flash, right? Uh-huh. And I like the Flash, mm-hmm. but there's a couple times I feel like they're holding back on the comic bookness of the Flash. Mm-hmm. And I'm not asking them to go crazy like Power Rangers. We're talking about yeah, like Sentai, yeah. but once in a while, I'll see a vil- if I see another villain in a black jacket, oh, <laughs> you know, going, I'm the bad guy with powers, and I went. Oh, I'm sure Bane will look fine in Gotham. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw the picture. Yeah, like, I know. Jesus Christ. Uh, but like, I was like, you know, I'll see like a, a villain that I know in the comic books and Flash, and I'll be like, listen, you have like five heroes with masks on the <laughs> show. Why are you afraid to put a mask on a bad guy? Yeah. What's so terrible about that? Yeah. You know, like, oh, that's too silly. Your dude is a guy in a jumpsuit and he's all red. Yeah. How is, like, why is that the line you yeah. don't want to cross, you know? Yeah, it's been in this comic for decades, and all of a sudden... The show's been on for five years. Yeah. I don't think you're going to lose an audience if you put a domino mask on a bad guy. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, yeah, whatever. But yeah, um, just I think I could keep going with you, but we got to <laughs> we, we gotta cut it. Oh, God, it's already past 10. Um, oh, shit. Okay. Um, but yeah, dude, this was fucking awesome Always, to have yeah. you on. Um we might have to just do another Sentai dedicated episode. That's fine. I bet I bet there were some people who were just the oh, Kizan and Justin are on the same show. Like, <laughs> oh, it's just gonna be all Power Rangers. I'm like, well, we get there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird because I'm I'm also thinking there's a group of folks who are like, oh, they're talking about like, you know, like filmmaking, mm-hmm. et cetera, and the creative process, and then it's like well, the last hour was about Power Rangers yeah. and shit. It's like so I think either we frustrated people for the first half and then got them happy <laughs> or we were like 
gaining people's interest and then lost them. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very fitting for Geek Offense. That's so. totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> but Justin, thank you so much. Uh, where can they find you and uh, do you have any plugs? Okay, this list gets longer every freaking time I show up on the show. All right. Um, have at it, sir. Uh, so you can find me on Twitter at Justin Keys on Instagram at Justin Quiz. Um, I still have my other uh, monthly podcast, which is Nothing New, a remake podcast. Our most recent episode is on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the new one. And Well, no, actually, we did uh, Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween, and then we did Rob Zombie's Halloween. Oh, okay. Uh, if you're a patron on our show, though, you can listen to the Patreon-exclusive episode in which we talk about the new Halloween oh, and oh, Halloween okay. H2O. Um, the other you, Mr. Entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, <laughs> we got three so far. There three we go. patrons. It's a dollar a month. So shout out to all three of you. It's no, seriously. I just signed yeah. up today and went. Hey, there's three people. <laughs> it's a dollar per person. That's like a coffee. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, uh, my other show is Morning Word. Um, we're a little late this month, so check in on us next month. The scheduling is. <laughs> it's not just me on the scheduling. It's, mm-hmm. My other two co-hosts are super busy in their own right, but uh, that's my other monthly show, Morning Word. Um, you can find me on that hashtag show on Henshin Hangout, and that's usually airing on Saturday. Um, and uh, it's funny because you know I, I'm on this network and I'm always re- I'm also usually referred to as like Agent Justin, even though I haven't written for Agents of Guard. Oh, I just uh, call you Justin, Justin. or Keyson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean the web my the website I I run still up agentsofguard.com, so we mm-hmm. still got stuff. And then I uh, co-created a web comic, even though we're we're out we're out uh, haven't updated in a while, but it's still available for free. Uh, the web comic I co-created with my buddy Victor called Shining Yusha, which is straight up homage to Sentai, Kamen Rider, Ultraman, etc. And that's uh, free on Tumblr. Oh, fantastic. Oh, and of course, Lumpia with a Vengeance, which I'm associate producer on. Yes. I. Everyone should watch that once it comes out. We're still working on it. Still working on it. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be working on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm biased or anything, but go check it out, you motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, um, David, who was kind enough to run sound tonight, um, bro, do you have any uh, plugs or... I'm good. You good? I'm good today. Oh. Um, I mean, it's uh, Veterans Day's coming up. I like to, you know, being a veteran myself, I like to point out that, uh, you know, yay for us. How <laughs> <laughs> much today, guys? Uh, but thank you to thank you for running sound tonight. You can find me on uh, Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. And the Geek Offensive is on uh, all social media with the handle at Geek Offensive. Uh, this show is part of the Geek Say What Network, so thank you to the network for providing pretty much everything we need to run the show. Um, and uh, you can find the network on again on all social media with the handle at Geek Say What. And uh, the network has a lineup of shows other than this one now. It used to just be just three, but now there's I don't know seventeen coming in, coming out. They're all in the works, but. Um, there's Ready, Set, Geek, uh, hosted by Alex Gallet, JPG, Cole, and Anthony. They're your starting line to geek culture. Uh, next up, we have Geek KO, hosted by Justin Madriaga and Ish. It's uh, your twice-a-month trivia podcast. And coming soon, we have DGIF, that's Diverse Geeks in Focus, um, hosted by Gemma Vidal and Alex. They tackle a bunch of, uh, well, let's say more complicated issues that uh, the, the geek community should be, again, focusing on in a much longer format. Uh, and last up, there's going to be our 
JP Geek Allegories, hosted by JPG. Um, that, that name always trips me up. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it does well, JPG. Relax. I'm just saying the name trips me up. Um, but look for all the show for the last two coming out, uh, hopefully by the end of this year. Uh, you can find all of our shows on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or wherever you get your talking. Uh, next up, a uh, big shout out to our associate producers, Wayland Productions. You can find them at wayland.ws. They provide the space for us. They share their equipment with us. They help us sound great. Um, and uh, yeah, just big thank you to them for pretty much helping us out since day one. Um, you can find them find their new audio drama on Alpha. It's called We're Live Frontier. So please go support them. Um, lastly, big shout out to JordanDenay.com. They are a geek apparel sponsor out of uh, Brooklyn, New York. They help you look nerdy and they're eco friendly. That's Jordan Jordan excuse me Jordan D E N E dot com. Uh, if you shop at their website with the oh bleh, with the promo code Geek Say What, you get twenty percent off your next purchase. So buy a shirt, you heathens. And I think that's it, Mister Keyson. Thank you so much for doing this. This was a ton of fun. Thank you. Always happy to be here. Awesome. And uh, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to join the offensive. Thank you, everybody. Bye.